Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We're back with our Leftovers podcast covering episode 307, The Most Powerful Man in the World and His Identical Twin Brother. Dun dun dun. Uh oh. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> well, if you thought the main character of the show would be the most powerful man in the world and also his identical twin brother, you'd be right. <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. If you thought God would be the most powerful man in the world, mm-hmm. you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. <laughs> Bad guess. Um, yeah, that's a very, so that was an interesting surprise. Uh, I mean, and, and you were, you asked the question, I believe the last podcast would, when we saw David Burton again, would we come back to what he whispered to Kevin on the bridge? Yeah. Uh, and they did. And they did. what he whispered to him changed everything. Um, it completely, which I did not expect, um, you know, calls into question Kevin's actions after that point. Um, almost everything he's done after that, I think, is re- needs reevaluation because he was just told the most dangerous thing you can tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> you know, and so what does that mean for his willingness to kill Patty and, you know, or push her in the well and all that stuff and, and then to, to believe, you know, to believe uh, Matt and his book and, you know, the, uh, right. the apostles following him around and all that stuff. I mean, like, before right. we thought he was just, observe, you know, had the information that we had uh, about what was happening to him, you know, more or less. Uh, but now, yeah, right. he it, this whole whispering thing and why that was a secret, I mean, I guess because it, it's such a powerful context to what he's doing is the reason to keep it a secret. Um, right. But, uh, you know, we asked the question before, too, you know, what why does David Burton know what Kevin needs to do when he's in the hotel world? Mm-hmm. And the answer we get is, I don't know why. Um, because he no. does, like, like he does or he doesn't or what? I mean, yeah, I found that to be interesting. We didn't actually get the answer to that. We got this weird, like, he Kevin didn't even actually list, have to listen to him. Right. Right, yeah, he totally abandons him mm-hmm. at a certain point and never goes back. Yeah, which um, I think means... The only reason, you know, when Kevin, you know, pushed Patty and got out of the hotel world and when he, you know, uh, sang and got out of the hotel world, I guess the only reason that worked, it wasn't because David Burton knew that that was going to work. It was because Kevin believed it was going to work because he's the most powerful man in the world. And so whatever he thought was the way to do it, it was the way to do it. Yeah. And I'll just say this, you know, um, who would be the most powerful man in the world of a world that he created himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, like, yeah, David Burton can't be God if Kevin created that whole world. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, and he, he shrugs it off. It's, it was pretty hilarious. It was like a weird moment when, um, uh, you know, when Meg references God and he's, you know, he, he says this thing like, um, uh, what was the what was the thing he said? He said, um, uh, uh, she was like, I, I have a man in my life and it's God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh, right. And he said, tell her I love her too. Um, and then later on, like Kevin calls him on that and he's like, it was just a pickup line. 
Yeah, exactly. The on uh, yeah, on one hand he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm God," and on the other hand he's like, "No, I'm just I just made that up." Like, so is that is that supposed to be our final word on David Burton that like he knew he was faking the entire time? It's it seems like that might be the final word. I mean, the weird thing about it is like I don't even know how to take it. Like the so, you know, it's leftovers, right? I mean, down to the second to last episode, I mean, it's it's still very, um, it's still very hard to come down with the definitive conclusion mm-hmm. um, about all this stuff because you know it's sort of like it's really easy, and I think like in this episode more than any other one, I'm tempted to say that uh, that it's all in Kevin's head, you know. It's funny you say that, right? I would agree with you, except we get the only hard piece of evidence that it's not all in Kevin's head, you know, with with Christopher Sunday. Like, that is the only thing we've seen that really proves a connection to the real world and has information Kevin doesn't have, right? Um, So... Well, what information did he have? Well, glad you asked. <laughs> um, well, he knew, you know, he references a conversation that that Christopher Sunday had with Kevin Sr. Right, he, right. he references the fact that he told the dad that there was no song to stop the rain. Right, um, right. That was the big thing to me is, is that he basically reiterated what he said was there's no song. Now, Kevin doesn't know that, right? Yeah, presumably like, not. I don't remember a scene where Kevin Senior told Kevin what he, you know, details of. Oh, that he... definitely. Uh, let alone what he looks like. <clears throat> let alone what it I looks mean, like. Yeah, you're right. He could have seen the other... picture, but that wasn't on screen. That's that's the other thing too. Yeah, you're right. Is is that he he had the right guy. He conjured the right guy. However, that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, so 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 there's the evidence. You know. It's so again. I think it's funny, you know. It's the leftovers. The the one the same moment that we're like, this has to all be in Kevin's head. This can't be real. We get actual this like the most proof we have that it is real. Um, right. <clears throat> not Israel, but it, that it is real. So yeah, I don't. So that that really confused me because um, I think there's a there's a po- possibility here that maybe we didn't think of before, which is it's fake and it's real. Um, this idea that, that, you know, maybe if you create a world so real in your head, it can actually access tangible information in the real world. Like, is that a thing? Can that happen? Right. You That's know? interesting. You know what that actually is? <laughs> it's the fucking, <laughs> it's the movie source code actually is what it is. Because uh, oh, that's right. exactly what happened on Source Code, spoiler alert, which is you're a movie right. Justin and I did not like. But the no, central premise of that movie, God, I'm hating this the more I describe it. I, I hope this is not what they're saying on the show. But the premise oh of that God. movie was that the Source Code machine was, created a virtual simulation of the real world. But it, it, it was somehow able to actually extract world knowledge from the real world. It shouldn't have, like, the license plate of the bomber or what was in a particular – the van or what the bomb looked like in the van. And there was right. a couple of other things that, like, that they were getting clues to the real world 
mystery and answers from the virtual machine that shouldn't know those answers. Uh, but that was the whole well, yeah. idea, right? Was that it, it created something so real that there was real knowledge there. It was like, yeah, like it transcended the input somehow. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, that was the thing about it. It was like they sent him in and he's supposed to find the bomber. And it's like, well, shouldn't the simulation know where the bomber is? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, why That was our whole thing. Mystery? Why can't you just open up a terminal and query, where is bomb, you know? Yeah. Like, that <laughs> just easier? search the code for, for what it what it's going to say it is. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was sort of like they were creating reality somehow, like Mm -hmm. a new reality. And so they didn't really have complete control or understanding of it. Yeah, and I guess in a way, like, the source code isn't the same as the information being generated by the source code. So you could search the source code itself, but that wouldn't be the same information as it's generating. So maybe that's their way out of that that idea of just search your computer for the answer if your computer can make the answer you know right so so i don't know is kevin source code is he the source code machine of this show (laughs) um is that what they're trying to say that yes it was a fabricated world but a fabricated world can 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 access real information right he tapped into the the collective unconscious or some kind of Mm -hmm. some kind of universal stream of knowledge that yeah. was able to provide him with information and that people. he didn't have in his life. And yeah, <laughs> seemingly like, and again, I mean that it was a little questionable, but you know, seemingly like, you know, the, the, the real people are some kind of real version of mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not unlike it Twin Peaks, it version. seems, um, in terms of people, you know, there's the red room, waiting room place, red curtains, exact floor, but then there's the white and the black lodge, which are presumably other places that can be accessed through there, you know, that place right. is like Grand Central Station or something, you know, and, um, right. and um, so the idea, you know, we see characters come there from somewhere else and then leave, you know. Uh, so it seems like that's kind of that idea too, where a character can leave whatever existence that they were in and go help Kevin if he needs it, you know, um, and then presumably vanish back to wherever they were, whatever eternity they're living out, you know? Right. Right. It's a very strange thing. And and it it calls into question, uh, how does, how do you know that's even the real person? Maybe he just manifested a version of Patty you know, right. that has her inform- her knowledge, but it's not really her, <laughs> you know. Right, you get right. to those levels of, of uh, detail, and it's, you know, probably impossible to figure out. But, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so that's uh, how it came off to me was it was a little bit, you know, sort of a classic Lindelof shuffle of is it A or is it B? It's like, well, no, it's A and B. Um, it's a little <laughs> of bit course. of both. Um, so that's right. kind of how it's coming off to me because I don't know how he could know what Christopher Sunday looks like. And, and, and that's the thing. If Christopher Sunday was a politician in the real world, I'd go, Oh, well maybe Kevin saw him somewhere, but he's, you know, off right. the, off the radar, you know, yeah. in the outback or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he's not somebody he should have known. And Christopher Sunday, you know, had, he talked like he was dead and, and that he right. knew of his past life and everything. That's true. Yeah, he referenced the conversation. Other, so, like some of the other characters in this world, you know, didn't seem to be able to like break that mm-hmm. illusion or whatever. Like they were just like, mm-hmm. you know, fixated on the the 
the, you know, they were playing the, the role of, that they had in the ma- yeah. in his Matrix. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This whole like weird. He's the guilty remnant president or something. Oh jeez. A big war and yeah, <laughs> and he's an assassin and yeah. Yeah, you if you if you you were wondering if the guilty remnant was gonna come back and uh, who knew they'd come back as a political party, um, <laughs> who's won the right. White House. Right, right. But the the weird thing was that, uh, well, I mean, there's so as far as David Burton goes, uh, where we started this, like the thing is that um, I don't think I don't think Kevin knows that they that they like met him on the boat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they the, didn't put that together, right? Because like, yeah, they like they don't have enough clues to know they're talking about the same person, mm-hmm. you know? And yet, and yet like the David Burton in his, in his head or whatever, like made, makes this jokey reference to the idea that he's God, which, which seemingly he didn't do, you know, within Kevin's like world, you know? Um, I mean, he never specifically claimed that, you know? Um, so it was like, it was like <clears throat> this weird coincidence you know that he would um, that he would do that when Kevin doesn't even know. Yeah, it's like that he was doing, doing that it, in the real world. He's kind of doing it because the audience knows what what he's referencing, right? Um, but it's yeah, just and then enough. and then he plays it off like it was just a pickup, and then it's like, oh, it's some weird coincidence. Yeah, you know, you know, from reading the um, International Assassins. Uh, script, you know, we were talking previously on the podcast how they describe that moment when David Burden whispers to Kevin is a, you know, a conversation between Allah and Muhammad. So, right, right. you know, they, they really played that out where David Burden is quote unquote yeah. God and Kevin is the new prophet. Definitely. Um, so it's interesting that that was back there, back then. They already had that idea. That was clearly um, in mind. Yeah. yeah so, um, it's yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, he it wouldn't really help Kevin to know that, uh, you know, he's kind of one step removed from the boat stuff. Um, right. You know, it's yeah, I think it'd be a bit hard to kind of go, well, yeah, I know Matt or something, or um, or tell Matt to get better, or I don't know, like, but it'd be hard to really be like, I'm the guy that got killed by the lion, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, right. Well, the thing that's confusing about it is that, you know, like, he's dead now, mm-hmm. right? So, so it turns out, seemingly at least, I mean, I doubt they're going to do this in the last episode, like, turns out he maybe doesn't have a twin brother. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going down that road, which is what I thought was going to happen. Um, uh, but he was, he was in Kevin's crazy world, which, like, now is kind of beyond the hotel. I mean, it, it kind of answered the question you were asking, like, are they all going to be in the hotel? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, 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 they'll just, he'll they'll just, just go populate out the... the earth. Yeah, who, why would his imagination stop there? He can go wherever he wants to go. It's his reality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, the fact that he was there, you know, the, the first two times, you know, before he was dead, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that makes him kind of unique. Uh, of course we don't know who all the people are who were there, but all the people that Kevin knew were people who were dead, mm-hmm. you know, with the exception of, uh, Mary. Well, David Burton weird... died before. 
He did that before. We don't that, know, that... I guess, exactly when he came back. That's true. I would... It was... I mean, it was certainly before Kevin had his adventures in the hotel, because I, I believe there were reports about it in season two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were before that that episode. Yeah, that would it. that would suggest that David Burton was back at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but is it a thing where anyone who's dead can show up there? Because it's after time, and or it's outside it, of time. and so, If you were ever dead. Yeah, you can be you there. Is, so, yeah. Maybe, but uh, it it really makes him stand out. I mean, it's 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 just very, it's it's a strange role. Actually, that's kind of an interesting idea. I wonder maybe that's why David Burden was even pulled into Kevin's world. Is Kevin like wanted to know what to do, and so he sort of subconsciously conjured God, you know, someone who could tell him what to do. <laughs> Right, right, right. And and so David Burden, who's playing like he's God, is who showed up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the idea there. Uh, so yeah. I'm just trying to figure out why is he, why why is he involved anyway? Like to start with, especially if yeah. if if it's if they're trying to say like he's able to be in the hotel world when he's not dead. Um, yeah, yeah. I like. I guess that's why I was. I was holding out, and I was. I was even certain. Uh, you know, because they're going to Australia, I was certain that they would have a real world encounter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, and it looks like that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's still like that off chance that you know there's a news story about David Burden, and he sees it on TV, and. Then he's like, "Oh, that guy, you know, some right. some posthumous uh, thing, uh, acknowledgement, perhaps." It is possible. It is possible. It just seems like, you know, it just seems like they've, you know, I mean, they basically destroyed this world. It just seems like that part of the story is Did over. they? Didn't they? Like that's the question. Can can God destroy the, the world He created? You know, is it can can is can't it, he can he? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems it. You know, uh, and if he can, does that mean he can't recreate it? So if Kevin dies again, he just dies and he doesn't go to the hotel. I mean, is that the idea? Mm-hmm. Why can't if he's the most powerful man in the world? Why can't he conjure a new reality? Well. <laughs> You know, is yeah. It, well, that's it, where it starts to seem psychological. It like, seems it like the a... it seems like the end of Fight Club. You know, where like yeah, he had to like psych himself out to get yeah. the result he wanted. Um, so if he believes that he shot himself, like that. Yeah. To, or if he believed he was going to kill himself when he shot himself, then that's enough to kill Tyler Durden. Right. But uh so if he believes that he's destroying the world with nuclear weapons then that's enough to really destroy it yeah 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 but i mean i guess yeah it doesn't it doesn't rule out the possibility that he could do something like that again Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like you know it's a representation again that's where it really starts to seem so subjective like a, a representation of like you know um putting this to rest like moving on from the need to escape mm-hmm. to this yeah to this this world um you know uh which i feel like i should have seen coming 
Um, well, it's and, his whole thing. It's his Kevin wants to leave, and that's his whole yeah. And I guess I didn't really understand that he like that this place was like a refuge for him. Yeah, where he um, got to be the hero and not have any responsibilities. I mean, that that definitely was there, and I guess that's what the bag thing was about. Because uh, I didn't really think the bag thing was about him trying to go back to the hotel, but that seems I was just going to be, ask about the bag thing. It seems to be what they're suggesting, right? That 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 was. I mean, it it works better if that's what the truth is, right? Because they ca- the whole point is he he um, you know the if, if if he needs to destroy this place so it's not a place he can escape to, then it should be that he has been trying to escape there repeatedly. You know, right. more than just the two times he went there, you know. Um, uh, and I think that around that time they do, they do. there is a shot of him doing the back thing in this whole part. There is, yeah. So it, it was interesting because they, I feel like it was kind of implied that that's what he was doing. But they, it wasn't stated. He didn't say... Yeah, Literally, but but and what, what, what confused was. me is that what he did say was, I just wanted to feel dot, dot, dot. And so, he, he you know, I was like, oh, he's doing it for some other reason related to him, his his death and stuff like that. Um, well, he did tell Lori that uh, when he was in the hotel, he never felt more alive or something like that. So, mm, you know, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. may, maybe it still ties in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it still ties in, but it just threw me off. He, he's not like, I just wanted to go to or I just wanted to, right. you know, whatever. So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's certainly related to feelings in some way, but it I don't know. It was weird that you sort of get your answer, but. I don't know. I, I feel like with a lot of points, like for example, the the stuff at the end involving Nora, they 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 underline it very clearly. What the point is, mm-hmm. you know, what the takeaway is, what he's thinking, you know, um, and uh, yeah, with that thing, it it wasn't really, it wasn't really stated clearly. Yeah. Um... Uh, something else I wanted to bring up, but this whole thing um, that I don't remember. Um, yeah, I forgot. It'll come back to me. Okay. It'll come back. But overall, I thought it was an interesting episode. Um, uh, it was. It reminded me of like a video game where he's playing to he's playing the villain yeah. and the hero and he's switching which is a pretty interesting yeah. like idea to see i was a little disappointed in the final scene that kevin the two kevins didn't actually have more of a conversation with each other uh directly i, I kind of expected him they them to be like shut up patty and then like them them two to talk and work things out you know right because when do you have an opportunity to talk to yourself <laughs> you right. know like like that um, you know, they kind of resolved the issues, you know, because they were kind of two parts of the whole, you know, he had the key and he right. was the president and they, they both had the, po- you know, ha- uh, half of the power to destroy the world sort of a thing. That And right. that whole idea was weird and interesting, you know, that that's a safeguard that they have now to put the, the, the key to the bomb in a person so right. if you're gonna kill a bunch of people you have to kill this like one person up close it's an interesting idea right. um very sci-fi-ish dystopian idea but um yeah um 
Yeah, there's a there's a not to give too much away if you haven't seen Legion, but uh, there's a there's a very good scene in Legion that uh, is reminiscent of this whole two Kevin's thing. I worked out really interesting and very well, but uh, reminded me of that also. But um, yeah, you want to get into the episode here? There's a lot to talk about. Sure, I, I mean, so like. Just... Oh man, I, sorry. I was skipping through the episode. I went too far, and I saw a scene from the next episode. What? Yeah, no. I I hate promos, man. They How just did you? Ruined. Oh, it's a promo. Yeah, it's, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. Too far in the end, and I saw a thing, and I haven't seen any promos. I'm glad. You know that shot of um of uh, Kevin at the end of this episode of Kevin and Kevin Senior on the roof. Yeah, yeah. I um, saw that image. Probably around episode two, I accidentally oh saw part of a promo and it showed that, and that's why I knew like, well, he's gonna go to Australia and they're gonna re. <laughs> I knew that much, wow. like it was fairly clear. But I'm it su- gives a lot away. Yeah, Jeez. and I'm surprised how deep in the season that shot was from. I mean, Jesus, extremely Christ. deep. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I'm glad I didn't see that in advance. Um, yeah, the shot I just shot, saw tells me where we're going to go back, where we're going to go to, but, you know, it doesn't do much more than that, so I'm not too spoiled, okay. I guess. Okay. But yeah, this, there's a lot of weird, this is, you know, I guess the third hotel episode, so it's very weird and crazy like those are, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's more, it's more elaborate. Um than the than the previous one so Mm -hmm. there's like there's just a lot of stuff here that like it's it's just a weird thing to talk about because like the you know the sort of basic thing that that's happening here is pretty simple Mm -hmm. but but the the road to get there is uh very very convoluted um and I guess I guess another like general thing to know before we dive in that like kind of uh, I don't know if surprise is the right word but <laughs> I, I I was I was it made an impression on me or something just just the fact that like I mean he had this mission three missions really that he was supposed to accomplish mm-hmm. and they were all failures mm-hmm. like all failures now he told John. That he gave Evie the message. Yeah. But she clearly didn't understand. I mean, it wasn't... Yep, yep. She she was playing character. She was in character. So, you know, no, you killed my family. You know, and it's like, you know, he didn't mention to John that's what she said. Because it was, I mean, it was basically lost on her what the point of the message was. Yep. That's the closest to success that Mm -hmm. he got. He Mm -hmm. didn't find out where the shoes were. And yep. didn't get the song either, so which I think was my guess. I thought I think that's what I was suggesting was going to happen. It didn't make any sense. He was really going to learn a song and repeat it to him, and he was going to do it before the flood and all that. And right. and the shoes thing was that I laughed out loud. I mean, who knew that was a possibility for an answer? You know that the kid himself be like, why does it matter? I couldn't believe that. I mean, you know, we talk a lot. You know, especially on the Lost podcast, but in general about you know this the Lindelofian writing style and how it's it's kind of like a it takes two to tango thing where like they lead you down a path and make you think a certain thing and then you go oh it's this thing and then 
they reveal what it is and it's not that thing and you feel bad that you even thought that but it's kind of your fault right they led you down there but you also you know went with them Right. Uh, and I felt like this was one of those things too, where it was like, "Where's the shoes?" You know, we're we gonna get an answer for the shoes, but the answer was, "Does it matter? Like, why does it matter where the shoes are?" And it's just like, right. "Damn it!" You know, you you had us invested in this shoe thing, but you didn't tell us why does it matter could be an answer, you know, or you know, is a is a is a um, viable answer to that question, you know, or else we would have been thinking that, like, you know, that or you know that specifically right right yeah and i guess like another thing that happened with this episode is that i uh, i mean i guess i was invested and like committed to this idea that you know kevin should should go back to the hotel and like you know try to accomplish these these missions and like maybe find something else out or whatever Mm -hmm. like at a certain point like characters start at like why are you doing this Mm-hmm. what's your what, what's your goal like what do you really care about here you know are you do you actually do you, do you actually yeah, believe that's what that, christopher sunday says yeah 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 and it's like and it's like i didn't even really worry about that for some reason even though it's like yeah did did he really believe that i mean it's sort of it, it, it didn't seem that believable i mean we thought it was bullshit right away and yet the story seemed committed to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it was another like, example where it's like, yeah, who knew that the answer was great, Kevin? Do you even believe this? You don't? Okay, then what are you even doing here? Yeah. Like, what's 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 your point? You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I didn't I didn't expect the story to go in that direction. Uh, it kind of it kind of threw me. Even though, like, I think I should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's, it's my fault that I didn't expect that. Um, cause it's, you know, I mean, it's a logical place to go. And obviously like they, they have to address like what, what it means for the Kevin to be doing this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and like so far it's just, he's just been sort well, that's, of, that's the whole point of the hotel world is like, it's all about Kevin right it's all about him confronting whatever he's supposed to be doing or or, or not doing so that makes sense they would get to that point you know and that's really yeah that's what christopher sunday and the kids and even evie in a way were like yeah the whole point that the reason you're here is pointless like that's not a reason to be here you know right yeah exactly and it's it's sort of like everyone was like pushing him to do this Mm -hmm. and so you know until we actually get to this point there there wasn't even a a pause yeah but it seemed like that was a valid reason though like to help these other people right that seemed like going in that was a valid reason to do these things whether or not kevin believed you know the flood was gonna stop you know destroy the world and his dad could stop it like it seemed like it was it was enough that he was being selfless to help these people you know, right. willing to sacrifice, you know, the Jesus thing, willing to sacrifice himself. Right. Um, but it's like, yeah, that didn't seem to matter. It's almost like the fact that you were willing to sacrifice yourself for these, for these, to help these people do something you don't necessarily believe in is, is a, just another example of how you're trying to escape your life. Right. It seems to be the point. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Which is weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's like, hey, I'm gonna run into this burning building to save, you know, your possessions. 
I've, it seems like I'm being selfless here, but really I'm just addicted to danger or, you know, right. I have a suicidal complex or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's very yeah. interesting. It gives me another reason to escape reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have to be here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that I thought that was very interesting. I mean, I, you know, we'll see what the last episode is, but just looking at what the whole show is so far, it's definitely not where I thought it was going. Um, you know, it definitely got more narrow and focus as the show went on. Um, yes. and you know, uh, the last remaining thread is really the end of Nora's story, which will presumably right. be the next episode. So, right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see. It's definitely been a wild ride. I think once the show's over, I'll process like what I think about season three. Um, but uh, it's definitely been interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. All right, you want to dive in? All right. So, uh, so we open up on a flashback um, with uh, Kevin and Nora in the good old days. <laughs> there were um, good days. Yeah, <laughs> I guess these were better days. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they're just talking about, uh, you know, what they want to happen to them when they die. And um, uh, Nora wants to be cremated and Kevin says he wants to be stuffed. I I guess he means that. Um, And then we find out that uh, Nora wants him to grow a beard. (laughs) Or does she? So... seemingly or at least possibly that idea is floated out there and uh i think we kind of get an answer to a question we weren't really asking which is why did kevin grow a beard <laughs> yep yep the thing no one really was asking yeah we got the answer which is a classic lindelof trick is it is Here's it, your answer is it um yes yeah, excuse me sir is this the answer you've been waiting for no okay <laughs> here it is anyway yeah i is is the idea that he did it like just like the relationship was falling apart and he'll just do it to try to appease her or am i thinking yeah. too deeply <laughs> I, I, I guess, I mean, that seems, that seems like a valid thing to say. I mean, I assumed it was simpler than that, but, mm-hmm. um, that, that's certainly a part of the story. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is when they still have Lily, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like these are still like relatively good times. <laughs> But aren't they just? But they're all they're all still unhappy during all this well, time. They're yeah. just they're 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 just functioning better, you know. They're yeah. not like arguing with each other, but they're still aren't aren't they miserable the entire time on the show? Like, and any ha- any happiness is just like a brief respite from the misery. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you make this show sound so miserable. <laughs> I Holy mean, that's shit. what I'm. That's what I'm. I mean, it seems like that's their point. Like. You know, like when Kevin was like, because, you know, that's what that's what I thought we were watching before, you know, when they were dysfunctional, but they were uh, dysfunctional in the same way, you know, not in the same way, but like proportionally. And it kind of worked anyway. And it was like, well, OK, this is just a different kind of couple. You know what I right. mean? Like they can have their issues, you know, but when Kevin's like, hey, 
I told you what was up with me and you like strapped me to the bed and left, you know, then it's, you know, and that, you know, last time I told you, you handcuffed me, you know what I mean? It's like they called in the question that those, those actions weren't healthy uh, right. responses. So it's like, oh, okay. Then you're basically saying they were miserable and unhappy the entire time, which is, you know, that's kind of what Jill's whole thing was about. You know, no one will ever be okay again. Um, right. You know, and they weren't okay this whole time basically <laughs> yeah you know well yeah and but but I, but a beard is gonna fix it <laughs> sure why not yeah and i i mean i even thought from the karaoke sequence that um you know that 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 he had some moment there i mean i guess i feel like there's been various moments in the show where kevin has like come to terms with you know this this impulse he has to to run away but also and, go home <laughs> and like and like decided to recommit you know and like mm-hmm. no i actually do want to be home yeah exactly like that's i i for some reason i'm drawn to running away all the time but in the end <laughs> <laughs> in the end once i'm away guess where i want to be i want to be home but you know yeah. when i'm home guess where i want to be i want to be away well i mean that's what makes this that's what makes this ending seem like not uh, not such a clear happy ending i guess because it's sort of like I mean, maybe it's more extreme, but I mean, he's been down that road before, mm-hmm. you know? Oh no, I fucked, I should go back now. Well, that, and that's what's you weird know? is, is, is he's like, yeah, if you really want to be home, why are you, why do you keep coming back to the, to this other world? And he's like, fine, I'll just take that choice from myself to come here and that'll fix me. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like that'll fix you. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like he needs to address why he wants to leave, not right. that, you know, not prevent himself from leaving. I mean, isn't that the same yeah. as handcuffing yourself to the bed? You know, like, yeah, you're just chaining of. yourself yeah. to your problem. You're not actually addressing the problem. Yeah, so it's weird. By the end of the thing, this episode, he didn't really address his problem so I much mean, as he just like, blew like, it up. Being being willing to let go of the place seems like it's some kind of you know some mm-hmm, kind of positive mm-hmm. sign but but generally i agree but isn't I that mean, isn't that you know it's a order of magnitude less lesser but you know it's the same as singing karaoke you know he was willing to leave yeah, that world and yeah, go home right. and yeah you know you're it's right. a bigger magnitude because it's it's sort of more final now and it was literally had <laughs> magnitudes of um nuclear megawatts or megatons i should say um but um i don't know i feel like if you can create a universe you could probably do it again probably do it again right um yeah 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 anyway uh i'm trying to see what else about this opening scene so when Nora says she wants to be cremated i thought that was an interesting callback to the death ray machine because that's basically what she said oh, was yeah. was that people are just point. vaporizing themselves. So the fact that she's like, I oh, want to be God. vaporized. <laughs> ah, so I mean, I guess that's uh, that could feed into the idea that she went through the machine, and that's what we saw in the flash forward. Why? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if the if the machine cremates her, you know. But but doesn't really cremate her, you mean? 
Well, yeah. It cremates her and transports her somewhere else. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the idea was that it was one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Don't Lindel off this thing and say. But it's you know, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's connected to the idea of going. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which yeah. may or may not happen. I I'm expecting it not to happen, but maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I think I think she goes through the thing, man. I think you know. Kevin went. I, Kevin went and died and went to the world. I think she's gonna go to her own strange version of the world. Okay. Um. You know, there was an actually interesting um, symmetry that I was thinking about between leftovers and Twin Peaks in terms of, you know, the 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 characters being in the regular world and then going to another world, and I was thinking yeah. how, um, you know. Kevin goes to the other world by dying, um, which uh, reminded me of like Cooper. Uh, well, kind of like when he got shot, you know, how he was he saw the giant and all that stuff. But uh, it was making me think like that, you know, sort of transitioning to another world, like um, organically or something, versus doing it through like. Uh, other means, you know, so like Nora might go to some version of that world through the machine, and then you right. know we saw like you know another way you can get to the Black Lodge is like through the Glastonbury Grove, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like this like right. this this tool that gets you there, sort of a thing. Right. Anyway, sorry, I was thinking about that. Um, With the aid of technology. Yeah, some kind of thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming yeah, yeah, Nora's gonna go to some other world, man. <laughs> that reminds me, um, you know, this episode really highlighted for me, you know, because this is like uh, one of the crazier leftovers episodes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, this really highlighted for me, like the different one of the differences between the leftovers and Twin Peaks, which is like Twin Peaks really. Uh, commits to the supernatural in a way that yeah yep. is pretty undeniable it's i mean real you, for real for real real you have to work really hard to try to explain how there's nothing supernatural in twin Peaks. you can't it's you're wrong if you say that you're just wrong <laughs> because things happen outside of um outside of subjective experience so it, it has to be objectively happening right right yeah, I mean, like, there were moments in season one where, you know, maybe it was up for interpretation mm-hmm. about Bob and stuff like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, certainly by the end of the series, Fire Walk With Me, and definitely with the new stuff, it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, cause it's good like, luck. You, you can't say the, uh, the people above the convenience store aren't real. Like, whose imagination are they, then... <laughs> You right. know, Philip right. Jeffries made all that up, yet we're going to see these characters through other people's subjective experience, right. too. Like, right. doesn't quite add up. Yeah, I think that is the big difference, is that, um, you know, Leftovers and Lindelof is more about, you know, is trying to mirror actual reality a bit more by, by, by saying things could be supernatural or not. It depends on your meaning and how you right. what meaning you place on things. But Lynch is like, you know, wants to say something about the our world by by actually showing the supernatural, um, right? And all the craziness that's out there. 
Yeah. Because that's how he yeah, thinks, yeah. right? He thinks ideas are just in the ether and you have to kind of catch them, you know? And like right. he, I think he, he does, you know, his like personal philosophy, you know, ties into that whole thing and he's just kind of trying to depict it, you know? Right. Right. And the, yeah, the ideas don't have to be something that exists in normal mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kevin wants to be stuffed. I think he was joking. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like he was joking, but, you know. <laughs> uh, But it was an interesting, yeah. And, like, do they do that? Do they do that? I, I have mean, no idea. Not actually uh, taxidermy on humans, but, I mean, I, I wonder how long a body lasts. I guess not that long, you know, when they do the... Uh, prepared for burial and formaldehyde oh, yeah, and all yeah, that stuff yeah, no, i guess I it doesn't really long. last too long yeah 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 i don't know it made me think does anybody do that human taxidermy that'd be really creepy yeah i wonder if there's any laws about it or mm-hmm. it sounds like, like there should be some laws about that <laughs> that's what i would guess yeah yeah um but if someone really wanted it i don't know i mean maybe it's possible mm-hmm Maybe just no one or very few people ever want that. Or maybe it's expensive. Well, with enough time and money, you can <laughs> stuff anyone. <laughs> True. Uh, uh, yeah, there's an article about that. Anyway, um, I won't go into it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was nice to get this moment of uh, Nora and Kevin. This uh, is a way to get a Nora and Kevin scene, even though yeah, you know they've been separated since uh, episode four. And I think a sort of bookend to like whatever we're gonna they're gonna end on, you know, right? Because this is them hat nice and happy, right? And then the next, you know, the next the other bookend will be probably the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I mean that's that's definitely I would say the big question going forward since like this episode really reframed, you know, in case you didn't already have the frame around this to begin <laughs> with, which you know, like you you brought up a few times that I mean you know, Damon Lindelof basically said it in interviews that like this, you know, Kevin Nor romance was a focus of the show. Uh, so if you didn't already have that, I mean, this episode makes clear that, like, you know, going into the last episode, that's going to be a major point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what he's going to do, you know, now that he's had this realization that he's, so, you know, fucked up. So, I have up. a crackpot theory about what Kevin's, where, where Kevin's going to end up at the end. Okay. I think he's going to be dead at the end. Okay. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think it'll be, like... He's gonna die. He knows he's about to die, and the the, the lingering question will be: Does he is he gonna go to the hotel world or not? You know, oh. uh, and it'll be one of the, I, I that's the ending I see is like he he actually because here's the thing and, and kind of what we we're talking about before about Kevin wants to run away from his life yet when he goes to the hotel world he wants to leave there too. It's like he feels guilty, right? He feels the guilt of like. He knows he shouldn't want to leave his life, right? Right. So when he's confronted with that, he's like, oh, you're right. I should do the thing that is morally right or whatever and, and mm-hmm. go back to my life. 
but that's not where he wants to be. And, and again, I don't think he's fixed that by by taking the the uh, hotel world off the table. I don't think that fixes the problem because um, he's going to go right back to his life and the problems will still be there, right? So I think that might be his realization that, you know, kind of like Lori's realization that she just wanted to die, you know, and Kevin, I think Kevin, I think he'll have some maybe heroic reason or he'll save Nora or it'll be for her or something, but, um, but I feel like, I feel like his, 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 he dies. I don't, I don't know. That's what, that's my intuition is that that's, that's his character arc is to just be dead at the end. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that I want him to be dead, but I just I feel like that's that's where story's going. Like to go to 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 leave someplace that where he doesn't know where he's gonna go. You know what I mean? Right. To let some mystery be. <laughs> yeah, I could see. I I mean, I definitely see. I definitely see some ambiguity in the future. I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not so clear that he's gonna end up dead, but then again, I really don't. I really don't have a clear sense of. It just seems like they could go for a range of types of endings, and I really don't know. I really don't know what the plan is. So it's hard to guess, like what tone they want the ending to have. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, if they if they want to go for a more uh, tragic ending, bittersweet with various combinations of bitter or sweet, or like actually a happy ending, you know. Um, I think it'll be bittersweet. That's what the show is. The show has very rarely ever been happy. Um, here's a random ending that could possibly happen. That kind of is both of our ideas. Um, what if, you know. So at the end of this episode, you know, Kevin's on the roof with his dad or whatever. I, presumably their shit's done and he's going to be interested where Nora w- went. Yeah. Um, and so maybe he goes to find Nora and she's gone through the machine. Um, and um, and maybe they think she's dead. Maybe, you know, maybe it is a weird thing where there's like a <laughs> there's like cremated remains yeah. or something and mm-hmm. it's, but it's like her clothes maybe or something like that and yeah. but, you know they think it's her body or something and they think she's dead so maybe kevin's like kills himself to go find her in the afterlife or something and and he ends up showing up in the in the other world she goes to mm-hmm. uh inexplicably um and and it's like the end of uh battlestar galactica or something you know where they're like on this new world and uh you know, starting over in this kind of new world. Having a baby. Having a baby. <laughs> Mitochondrial Eve. <laughs> yeah, mito- <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, ribosome Kevin and mitochondrial <laughs> Eve. Yeah, ribosome Adam, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that there is, like, other people on that you know that other lady's there, and there's a church and stuff. I would totally think. Is that, it too late for mitochondrial? <laughs> yeah, you're mitochondrially too late. Um, but yeah, yeah, right. That's that. That's the kind of thing I would guess if if uh, we didn't already have seen other people in that world. 
That would be the... Yeah, I could see something like that as their version of a happy ending, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just as simple as, like, he saves her, and, and he's like, oh, I shouldn't have run away. Let's go have a baby. You know, <laughs> like, I, I doubt that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if they, if they throw in that extra thing, that yeah. starts to make it seem possible. And that's how they could keep it being ambiguous is right. the idea that they both died. Right. Yeah, we right. see them in this other place. Yeah, we know yeah. Kevin destroyed his his other place, right? Right. So it'll be like, well, it can't be that, right? So maybe right. it is the real other world or something. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's something they could pull, pull off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That's definitely a possibility. Um now I think the the big remaining question is Will the departed people be there? Yeah, yeah. And uh, at this point, I really think no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the one episode where if they if they really want to throw something out there, they can. I just, I don't know. I strongly feel like the show is committed to, like, not even going that far mm-hmm. to giving answers about the departed. What about this? What if they go to the other world and it's like, yep, no departed people here. And then right before the show ends, the departed people show up. Yeah. And yeah, like, okay. And like, <laughs> and like they catch the baby. <laughs> you know that the baby that disappeared from the lady's car? Like that, they, they get that baby in the end or something. <laughs> and that's their new baby. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. It's weird. Uh, yeah. You know what? I mean, that is definitely possible. Because then it's like, where do the part pe- departed people go? Well, they went to this place, but is this place where the dead people go? Right. Because Kevin and Nora could be dead. Right. You know, or is it some other place? It, it doesn't necessarily answer the question. Mm-hmm. It just, but it, yeah, gives, like, some kind of weird resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to get the crackpot theories in there before the end. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good that's a good idea. I I wish I yeah. I don't, I felt like I feel like when Lost was ending, I had a better idea of Mhm. I had a better idea of what what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I mean, I didn't guess the flash sideways reveal, but just like the on island stuff, I sort of knew what the what the mission was, some idea of that, and, like, you know, what they would have to do, you know. Um, the path isn't as clear here, except that, like, Kevin has to go find Nora, you know. Um, beyond that, it's it, it seems like it could go in a number of directions. And, you know, the machines should be involved in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was, like, as casually as they dismissed, like, some things along those lines in this episode it's sort of like i could see them dismissing the machine you know i i I don't think i don't think the machine has to play a an important role yeah i just think they're they they're right up at the gate you know they're right there i i think i think we're gonna see the machine that's my intuition like i think they're doing this parallel sort of storytelling here 
I, 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 I don't know. That's what makes sense to me that the, you know, Kevin, Kevin had a way to get to, <clears throat> excuse me, get to, you know, another place. Um, that was, you know, him running away from his life and Nora has a way to get to a place that's, that's her running away from her life. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me while I drink some water. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I, now I wouldn't have thought that a few episodes ago, you know, before I was completely convinced that the machine wasn't going to play a big role. I just like I was convinced we wouldn't see the Bible anymore or Kevin's book, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, I'm, I, I think the show is telling us we're going that direction, you know. Well, I don't uh, know why they even brought the book back. I mean, it's, 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 it still doesn't <laughs> seem like it matters. Well, and Kevin Senior doesn't give a shit about that book now, right? I mean, he was. I know he's he's having a hard time up on that roof. So definitely, yeah. Definitely. So I don't think it matters to him. Um, who does it matter to at this point <laughs> who does it matter to um yeah i mean no one <laughs> no one who i think are, are our main focus characters you know maybe yeah. there's some other person's gonna come and find it and mm -hmm. um but I don't know. I was going to say earlier, because I was just thinking about the validity of the book. If somebody else finds it, what are they going to really think? And it was, you know, most of it's burned. So there's right. kind of not going to be that much context, I think. Um, so maybe that's, I don't know why they, we had the book. But I was just thinking, I don't, I don't, I still don't buy David Burton dying the first time. I don't, I don't know. Something's weird about that. I still think he was lying about that. <laughs> Because like the way it works for Kevin, Kevin can't just like break all his bones in his body and then resurrect. Like he dies in a very specific way where his like body isn't damaged right. irreparably. Yet that's how David Burden described his death. Like he fell, you know, rock climbing or whatever, and that would have broken right. bones, you know, yeah. and and bought an organ damage. So I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right, you want to go to the next part? Uh, yeah, so uh, so then we flash forward to the present. Um, I, I at first I think we see uh, Kevin uh, is like already on the seesaw, mm -hmm. um, and it's like I was like, what the fuck, really? Mm -hmm. We're not even gonna we're not even gonna have a build up, mm -mm. but uh, it's it was not exactly what i thought so then we go inside and and we see uh all the other characters waking up after laurie drugged them in the last episode and uh they're all like oh god where's kevin it's, we gotta hurry up and you know do we're late for armageddon we're late for armageddon they go so you know they're worried did she talk kevin out of it what's going on no no his horse is there and uh <laughs> So, uh, so they, they find, they eventually find that Kevin's outside on the thing. They pull him up and I'm like, what the fuck? Pulling him up. Mm -hmm. I thought the whole point of that, I thought we'd do it together. Okay. <laughs> A family that kills together stays together. Is, is that touching? I mean, it's just like, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he was 
kind of just saying what the audience thought. Like, oh, we thought it'd be a whole ritual, and we'd gather around, right. and we'd, we'd, we'd prepare. And Kevin's like, I just figured I'd do it now and get it done with. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like... He didn't, he didn't seem to have a plan, though, of getting up, you know, once he yeah. came back. He seemed like he would have just drowned again. If they didn't come get him, yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, Kevin, what are you doing? <laughs> even when even when it makes sense for you to go kill yourself, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh so so then they uh pop him back in and uh you know, the music starts and we realize we're transitioning into Kevin's crazy world, which is, you know, beyond the hotel at this point Mm -hmm. um he uh he wakes up in uh the ocean i guess and some guy comes up and like attacks him Mm -hmm. it's russian Um, this guy speaking russian it's russian okay so oh is this (sighs) yeah okay and then uh he gets saved by dean Mm -hmm. um who uh who calls him Mr. Harvey, so we're back to that that old gag. Um and Which at um, this point I don't understand. <laughs> me either. Me either. It's it's weird. Yeah, like it what, huh? Like why is he Mr. Harvey and I mean I understand that's his like alias as the international assassin, but like why aren't we past that now? Right. Yeah, yeah, they wanted that to carry over uh, for some reason. Um, I mean, it's a shitty alias. I, I It's weird. I don't get it. Um, so, uh, uh, right. So Dean saves him and reminds him um, not to look in a uh, reflective surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly that's how they found him. I don't quite understand that, just for the record. Um, like, you don't understand that's how they found him? Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think that's what he's saying in the context of this setup here, but I don't I don't think that's actually a true thing that happened. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Because, uh, yeah, the way, the way we see it working, it, it's, it just doesn't seem like... Doesn't seem like that would help. Mm-hmm. Um, and why? Well, okay, whatever. I, I feel like speculating about some of this stuff is just even ridiculous because it's like, I mean, yeah, it's all metaphorical in a way that it doesn't seem to matter. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like going into the going into the weeds of like, why? Why does this guy want to kill him exactly? How how do they find him? It's just sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's not clear that there's really there's really anything going on there besides just uh, setting the setting the atmosphere. Um, okay, so uh, then uh, Dean informs Kevin that uh, in under two hours the president is going to start a nuclear war. And he had to stop him by assassinating the president. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Um, 
but uh so so but kevin you know he's he's got his mission so he's like okay i gotta i gotta talk to christopher sunday turns <laughs> out he's the prime minister of australia mm-hmm. and uh that access can only be granted by the boss um and so uh so then dean gives him this earpiece to allow him to talk to the boss Mm -hmm. and uh the boss is you know david burton i mean can we call him david burton now yeah (laughs) um the guy you know uh that he saw before um and they they do a lot of cutaways to make clear that he remembers him i guess like I guess from the voice, maybe it's not enough. Yeah. Because um, we only get his voice in the episode. We never actually see him in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, he asks if Kevin remembers what he whispered in his ear on the bridge. And it's and I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> I couldn't believe that they actually went back to that. But on the other hand, you know, like you said, we discussed that in the previous episode. Like, are they gonna? Are they gonna? Because if they were ever gonna do it, this was the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, indeed, we do get to find out what he said. And as we said earlier, he said Kevin was the most powerful man in the world. Um, Yikes! So that's uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> you're right. You know, I think I think. Um, uh, so he, then, then he tells him to look in the mirror and, and it transitions. Um, so I think I have to say here that I, I, you know, so I've, I've only seen episode once mm-hmm. and I think I didn't fully process what that meant. Um, the, the most powerful man in the world. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the key thing that I didn't think through is the fact that uh he was told that you know in the middle of season two Mm -hmm. you know at this point that means like three years ago yeah um and i think that is significant because i just sort of took it as like like he found out just now like Mm -hmm. i did yeah or he's like just remembering and he didn't really remember it this whole time or he wasn't operating with that knowledge It, it was something he kind of forgot Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I was sort of taking it that way. It's like, it's about the now. It's about, you know, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the point we're making in this episode. And yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. the fact that, that that must have had some influence on the way he was behaving after that point, um, you know, is, yeah. is, is a good, that's a good thing to point out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I didn't really, I I didn't really think about that. Yeah, and like I said, it's 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 almost the most dangerous thing you could tell someone, uh, you know, and especially that situation where he's he's trying to kill someone, and he's you know, I, I, and I guess the other question it raises is it specifically, and I this is what I think is he's just talking about the Kev, the world Kevin created, not the real world yeah but i think that's how it seems those two things could be related um you know if it's 
Well, listen, Kevin, because you have the power to create your own reality when you die, that makes you the most powerful man in the world, in the real, you know, because you and have And if they want to go, like, unique, full Matrix, like, Yeah, this unique his power. Mm-hmm. powers in his own world give him powers in the real world somehow. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Matrix Reloaded, thank you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I remember that blowing my mind. There's mm-hmm. two matrices. Can you say matrices in that context? Anyway, like it was like, no, the whole thing's a matrix, man. It's like it wasn't that, but yeah, it's oh more, man, it's more complicated than that. Uh, <laughs> more yeah, and less. More and less. <laughs> Mostly more. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I thought that you know the fact that they brought this up is is really crazy. The fact that it was a secret to begin with is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting move, definitely. And, and again, it goes back to why does David Burton know this or say this? And and it actually you know was contrary to how he was on the boat with Matt, right? Like if he's going around saying he's God, then why in Kevin's world is he is he saying that Kevin is the most important? Or the most powerful man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like you said, the script with Allah Muhammad, I mean, it mm-hmm. seems like they're making that comparison. Certainly he's providing this this somewhat omniscient guidance sort of role. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he shrugs off the idea that he's got. I mean, when they specifically address it in a way later. And also, like you're saying, I mean, if Kevin's the most powerful man in the world, then it can't be him. So... So let's overanalyze this. Um, <laughs> maybe God is the, <laughs> uh, we'll say person, but a uh, person that tells you what to do, <laughs> gives you guidance. Um, you know, maybe that's why he's God in Kevin's world or, or on the show in general, sort of, you know, like he's fulfilling right. this like metaphorical role of God by, by telling Kevin what to do and giving him guidance. Um, maybe that's, you know what I mean? Like in terms of why are they saying this guy is God when he's clearly not the real God? Right. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's what they're going for. Is he's he's fulfilling the role of God? Mm-hmm. By giving Kevin the answers, right? Um, and I think the the thing at the end, I think it's like the numbers on <laughs> <laughs> Lost. I think it's where the final answer to this thing that was seemingly supernatural is very mundane and devoid of supernaturality. Um, and that's the same thing here where he's like, oh no, the God thing was just a pickup line. So he completely is like, you know, releasing all claims to, to Godhood in that one sentence, you know, which is baffling. So maybe it's like the numbers on Lost where, you know, that's the answer and that's why it's disappointing because it was never, you know, pointing to begin with. Can you say that? (laughs) (laughs) It was never a pointing. A pointing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe that's, maybe that's what they're going for, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Where he was never, he was, he, that, that's proven that it was just, uh, a lie. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I guess because the connection is so tenuous, I really wasn't sure. 
I, like, I was focused on, how does Kevin even know that that's a thing? Um, that, uh, I didn't really think through, well, if we're going to accept that this wait, is... how does he know what's a thing? The idea that this guy, like, you know, maybe might think he's God. Mm, okay. You know, um, I mean, I know he's, I know he says that, that line, but, you know, he never, he never directly said to Kevin, you know, that he was God, like, Mm -hmm. like he was doing in the real world, you know? Yeah. And, and Kevin doesn't know that he was doing that in the real world. Yep. So, you know, I guess I was focused on that. If, if, if we're going to accept that he, uh, that, that the David Burton we're seeing here is in some sense, like a reflection of the true David Burton, then I think that is actually a reasonable answer because I feel like, you know, in a way, like the way episode, uh, five wrapped up with him, um, you know, it, it almost, you know, implied that already. Yeah. And maybe that's the idea is that he, in life, you know, in the real world, David Burton was out there playing God and, and in Kevin's world, he's there playing God. But at the end of the day, he's not really God. He's just playing. Yeah. 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 He's just playing. Yeah. Which calls into question if Kevin is the most powerful man in the world or not. If a, if a fake god tells you you're powerful, are you really powerful? <laughs> does that does that count? <laughs> oh man, does that tree make a sound, right? <laughs> exactly. By the way, the hotel is named the Kilo Hotel. The uh, Kilo? Mm-hmm. Kilo, okay. K-I-L-O, which I don't know why it's named that. Um... That's like all I the got. Thousand Hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thousand or I think that's uh is Kilo the military. Yeah, that's the uh that oh, stands Kilo for K. Is, in the thousand. is or is it? It better be. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. uh, Okay. It, it better is. yeah, it is. <laughs> Ten oh, to the Mil- three. Milla is five is a thousandth. That is yes. Not not a thousand, a thousandth. Yep, yep. The other way. Okay, that's ten that's why I got confused. Ten to the negative three, probably. Ten to the negative three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exponents. Kids. Kilo Kilo is from the Greek, meaning literally a thousand. <laughs> oh, okay, well there you go. Greek, of course, it's Greek. Of see? course, it's Greek. That's why I didn't get it, cause I, you know, I'm all about the Latin. It's Greek to you. It's Greek is Greek to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yikes. I feel like that should have been in a Shakespeare play. Greek, <laughs> it's Greek to me. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Did they ever get that meta? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. There's ah, there's some meta. There's some there's meta. Some meta. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call some of that stuff meta. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, talking to the audience already is verging on meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're calling into question what you're watching, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Having having plays produced within the play, like yeah, that's, that's yeah. meta. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are limits. You know, it was the 1600s, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
All the actors were men. Come on, cut him some slack. It can't literally be postmodern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, there was there was definitely a, a sense of you know awareness of the the fictional construct mm-hmm. within within the the stuff itself. Um, if that's you know if that counts as meta. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, I was putting, I put Kilo Hotel in the old anagram machine. Oh no! You know they like their anagrams. Pull up your anagram. And I, and I was just like, why would you name it Kilo unless it means something? Oh, God. So here's what something does that it mean? I know. Here's something that stood out very uh, easily. I'm is he kill two? Like T O O also. He killed two. Okay. He killed two. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Um, mm, mm. yeah, a lot of these are nonsensical. Yeah. Yeah, that Hoff's Drawler mm-hmm. is a classic one. <laughs> um, he killed two is the most, the one that connects the most. Let O Kilo. Uh, Toho Kill. <laughs> old, old Hot Ilk. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, and the rest are just um. Hell, I took. Hell, I took. Mhm. Mhm. Hell, I took. Yeah. He lit look. <laughs> he lit look. Yeah. Anyway, nothing, nothing too obvious there. Yeah. 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 That's a good one though. Whenever it sounds weird, it it does seem like a good idea to do that. What What was the one that was purgatory? Wasn't that uh the um the bad twin thing? Oh, Gary uh, Troop. Gary Troop. Yeah. There yeah. It is. Right. 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 Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Which that's, you know, that's their fault for making people think they were dead the whole time. Classic trolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, something else I want to mention about this scene. Let's see. Um, yeah, and I guess Dean is here because Dean's dead. That's the idea. Right. Right, that's yeah, that's what I assumed. It was a way to bring him back. Oh, I wanted to talk about the the uh, the passage he read from the book uh, from the typewriter. Oh uh, yeah, sure. It seemed fairly related to Kevin and Nora. It said he stood on the bow of the Merciful. I guess the name of the ship. The water endlessly stretching to the infinite horizon as he contemplated the impossible distance between them, but he would not stop until he found her. Sounds like the mm-hmm. end of the show to me. <laughs> um, so I wonder if we'll see something like that happen. Um, the merciful. I mean, is that is it going? Are they going to get on a boat? Could be. Boats are. You know, definitely in play. Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, yeah, that's interesting. But that's that's different from the part at the end that he reads later, right? Is it? Or is it not? It's it's not. I don't know. 
What does he say later? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that it was different. God, why well, is it different? Is it is it not different? Sorry, it, it might not be different. I just that's not what I remembered. Okay, what do you remember? Well, <laughs> see now you're asking me. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is different. It said. Uh, I thought it was different. Oh, this because this says just read the last page. Ending's better, so that's probably why it's different. Right. Yeah, this says the port was alive with strange faces. This sounds like the end too. <laughs> like Kevin shows up in the other world. Uh, it was dawn by the time he found an old salt willing to part with the vessel for what bullion he had left, a cutter with a Bermuda rig called the Merciful. Its sails ragged and ripped, its compass cracked, its rotten hull just barely able to cut the breakers. But it would be enough to make his escape. Uh, it wasn't for another hour when he was a mile from the docks that his thoughts turned back to her. He imagined her alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, does it, does it keep going? Is this more of it? Uh, it keeps going, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, geez, it keeps going. By now, she would have searched the house and found it empty. She had suspected it all along, and now she knew he was a coward. A coward dressed in the uniform of a brave man. Oh, yeah, I remember all this. Brave uh -huh. enough to cross the oceans and the continent to Cut find Cut to Kevin in the uniform. Yeah, to fight countless enemies, and yet in the end, he was terrified. He was terrified of her to lie beside her, to be comforted by hers. He wept to show her he was small, and her to know that... And his and touch his cheek and whisper words softly into his ear. All that was a nightmare, and he knew, uh, all he knew, to do was run. There's still some more. Yep. He took a deep breath, <laughs> tasting the salt in his tongue, and closed his eyes, leaning into the spray as the merciful picked up speed and sailed for the horizon. He was alone, and all was well. Uh, so. Yeah, this seems like the end of his story is they're alone from each other. But is that the way it's going to end, or is that the way it could have ended? If... That's the way he wants it. Yeah, that's the way he wants it to end in this world, I guess. Yeah. Because it seems like the first page is like, he's going to go after her. Yeah. But then, like, once the boat picks up steam and he's actually going towards her, he has this uh, vision or imagining that that she was alone and he was alone mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know hmm. well i mean i do ex i as much as i expect it to be bittersweet i yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's just completely they just are ending up alone i mean is that is that what's best for them to be alone is that the idea? Should they just be alone? I, you know, they might say that. Um, it's it's weird that I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should know by now. <laughs> the series is almost over. Why why is it not clear? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The only thing this passage doesn't do it describe it seems to describe Kevin. But it doesn't say why. <laughs> I still don't know why. Is this something that happened because of the departure? Was he like this before the departure? Is he broken as a person? I think, I think the... he was like that before the departure. 
Well, he definitely wanted to leave, right? They made that clear. He wanted to leave yeah. his family. But was it this deep and permanent, you know? Was it, it you know, like, what? what's his malfunction? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what his malfunction is. Because don't we, I don't know, I feel like for the other characters, we kind of know what their deal is. <laughs> like, we know what Nora's malfunction is, right? Like, uh, losing her kid yeah. her family, right? I mean... Yeah, I think that's the main thing. There have been some extra other things along the way, but... It's but weird yeah. to have a... To, 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 to hammer home, like, a character's flaw, but not really discuss why. Maybe the last episode will be why, you know? <laughs> like, did, right. did his, you know, his mother... Something with his mom, or... Um... Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, if they're going to say, now's the time, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one episode left. Now or never, if you mm-hmm. want us to know. Or just wonder forever. Yeah. Um, Alright, you want to go to the next part? Yeah, so, uh, so he gets transported. When he looks into the... Um, Mirror, he gets transported into the body of the president. Ooh, what? What? It's still Kevin, but he now he has a beard. I the assassin Kevin doesn't have a beard, just for mm-hmm. the record. Yeah. Um, yeah. And pre- so President Kevin is wearing a uh, white suit, and the he's in front, there's a whole crowd, and they're all in white too. And I I guess I guess he's part of the guilty remnant party. <laughs> yeah um slightly reading between the lines and uh let's see he introduces a finalist in a contest to write an essay about the evils of marriage (laughs) um and uh uh he sees that it's uh it's grace's son liam with no shoes None of the kids have shoes. They didn't bring their shoes to the... It's like, Kevin didn't... You don't Kevin, get shoes. Kevin didn't... He has... Lots of people have shoes. Just because they didn't have shoes. Well, here's the thing. Kevin, even though he's wearing clothes when he transitions, he shows up naked all the time. Oh, that's true. Uh, so take that as you will. But I think he created this world, and he knows the kids don't have shoes. So that's why they're created without shoes. That's why they don't have shoes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just like, surely they could have shoes, right? If Which they... begs the question, since we were saying he, he's got this source code-like power where his reality can tap into the real truth of other realities or something, uh, maybe he could have answered the question of where the shoes went. <laughs> You know, if if he had made Liam told him or something, you know, like right. maybe he could have um, divined it somehow. Right, right. So okay, uh, so he, uh, you know, he sees who this is, and uh, he finally, um, uh, he finally asks about the shoes. Oh. One quick thing I wanted to mention, he, he talks about, like, we used to, uh, we used to smoke cigarettes and not talk, but then we realized that was stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just great. amused by such a casual it's, dismissal of it, a huge thing. From... It's completely in line with, it's completely in line with what I've come to expect from the Guilty Remnant, you know, what we saw 
with Lori's, you know, beat in the last episode and certified, you know, when she decides to join the guilty remnant and like, they don't have any, they don't have any truths, you know, they don't have anything. They just have purpose and, and those purpose are various traditions and and things that they do, you know, their lifestyle, but that's it, you know? And yeah, there's no, there's no like ultimate reason that it really makes sense. So it's interesting. Yeah. For them to just say, we just stopped all that. And, of course, it's weird because it's Kevin saying that, and he never bought into their shit, you know. Right. Yet he's in the body of a guy who's their leader, yet. Right. I guess he's led them to what the real problems are, which is marriage and stuff. And he's right. and he's And he's led them away from the stupid stuff, like not talking and, and, uh, right. and smoking. But wearing right. white is still stylish, so. Yeah, that never went away. Mm-mm. That's, yeah, that's still a cool thing. Um, uh, so he does ask about the shoes. So, so, so what exactly is the answer about the shoes? The answer is, why does it matter? Why does it matter? Yeah, it's, it's let the, the answer is let the mystery be. I let really the think the show be. is, the show just slaps us in the face and tells us why were we even invested in that mystery to begin with? Like, What's it going to solve for Grace? What's it going to solve for us to know where the shoes are? You know, how how is that even how is that even closure for her, you know? Which is something we talked about before, you know, uh it's, it's a strange thing anyway that that's really all, you know, she's not like John where she wants to convey a message of love to the kids or right. you know, I'm sorry that I didn't find you. I'm sorry you died alone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's that they're, you know, it's this why does it matter um which, you know, from a dead person's perspective, I understand like you know, they're pa- the idea that they're they're kind of past that, you know. Um, but yeah, in terms of like the writers talking to the audience, I just laughed out loud when I heard him say that. Like all this build up, and the kids are actually there, and they're all there, and they they're no shoes on. It's perfectly set up to answer this question. Yeah. And then he's like, "But why does it matter?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he's right. like. Someone in your family wants to know, and he said, "But you said there is no family." And right. Then it's just like, "Oh crap! Well, shit." And then he gets stuck on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, but I guess, like, for me, like, I, fair enough that it doesn't matter. I, I'll admit it. You know, the only reason why I was invested in this is because I thought it could give some objectivity. Like, if he, if mm-hmm. he could get the true information, then it would seem like, you yeah, know, maybe. But why does that matter? Well, I don't know, cause like it's it, it's interesting, it's interesting to me to know like what the status of this part. I mean, it's a big part of the story, mm-hmm. and you know, I just I'd like to know how to think about it. You know, but why does that I... matter? God damn it! You can keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like, oh, I just I wanted to know about the shoes so I could figure out if Kevin, if this world was real or not. Why does that matter? Right. <laughs> it's like, damn it. I know. Yeah. It's frustrating, but it's just like, I, you know, I just, I guess I wish I knew what the story was, you know, um, and I guess the story is like what it is. And, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I could take that. I could take that the way I want to take it. Um, uh, but, you know, like it's, it provided an opportunity for something something very concrete 
and uh, and then took it away from me. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think about it uh, structurally how these these three things played out. And one, because one is the thing with the kids in the shoes played out is to say your, you know, the whole question is faulty, right? That was the answer there. Is there's a problem with your question, not like oh here's the answer. It's like your question's not even valid, right? And I think with with Christopher Sunday, it was. Not necessarily that your question is invalid. It's a little bit of that, but it was more that your reason for asking the question was not valid. Small difference there. Uh, and with Evie, it was ah, Evie's a weird case because he he does tell her, but she doesn't yeah, get it. That's what we're getting into next. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so Evie, uh, kind of storms in with a bullhorn, and she's singing, and I guess, like, protesting or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the Secret Service, uh, led by, led by the, the other Kevin, um, the Kevin that Grace killed, um, who's, like, sitting under the church now. Um, uh, the, the Australian cop Kevin? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they escort uh, the uh, president, meaning Kevin, away, and he insists on um, Evie coming with him. You know, obviously he wants to try to deliver that message. Um, uh, and let's see. He finds out that he's being taken to a secure location where only his unique biometrics will allow him to enter, and from there he can launch his attack against the Ukrainian separatists who commandeered a nuclear submarine. So, there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another sub, nuclear sub. Yeah, 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 that definitely seemed like... That definitely seemed like it was ripped from the headlines. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's how he writes his fantasy worlds. Um, so, uh, uh, let's see. In the car, uh, Kevin asked Evie if she knew he wasn't really the president, and she said, yeah. So, like, oh, good, 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 you know? Like, you're, you're not crazy like all these other people. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, at a lot of points, it really does seem like Kevin's the only one that realizes that, you know, this is, like, some kind of fantasy world. Yeah. You know, the other people seem to just kind of play along with it. I don't know. Maybe Patty had some awareness, but... um, She definitely seemed like she did. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be that she was able to have that awareness because she left this world and he brought her back to it. Right. So she was somehow different than the other people who were still just kind of stuck there. Right. Um... In the previous trip, uh, Virgil, uh, Virgil seemed to get it, um, and, uh, also Neil seemed to get it, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, you know, obviously, like, David Burton sort of gets it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, most of the characters just play along. So anyway, it's like, you you know, you think maybe maybe there's a chance this will work. The shoes didn't work out, but the heartfelt message, maybe that'll mm-hmm. work. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he, he delivers the message, you know, uh, John wants you to know you're loved. And then she's like, what? She's, she gets angry. You know, my, my parents and brother were killed in a drone strike that you ordered. And like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, then she, uh, clarifies that Kevin's not the president, but a puppet. Mm-hmm. And at that point, uh, he starts, like, spewing water. And that means he's getting pulled out of his crazy world. Yeah, so quite a bit to talk about here. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, geez, so many things. Yeah, so starting at the top here. So Evie is, you know, she's she's an anti-guilty remnant person, seemingly, in this mm-hmm. world. Uh, everyone's in white, she's wearing colors, and right. she's singing a song, and Love Will Keep Us Together, I think, is the name yeah. of that song. Yeah. So it's all about love, and I guess she's, you know, anti the anti-family message now. Right, right. Uh, pro family, if you will, and um, and I and I took this to mean that in a way that that Evie in any reality is just a contrarian, like she just has this kind of spirit where she just has to go against the grain, you know, like um, where just she's just not into the status quo if the whole world if her whole family was guilty remnant she would yeah. have rebelled yeah. against that she would have rebelled against that yeah 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 that makes sense yeah that's how it came right. across to me like if she's showing up here this the, the opposite of everybody you know it's like okay i think that's kind of the point they're making was that's just who she is you know and that's right. you know true to life there's people who are like that right you need those people um and uh so the other part yeah the unique biometrics we're gonna get to uh but they make the the joke about you know the door can only be unlocked by you unless you have an identical twin brother which would be ridiculous ridiculous yeah 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 and that's when you know it's gonna happen yep 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 (laughs) uh and the fact that they're brothers too is really strange that you know what i mean like it's just it's just weird that they because there's two of them that how are they related well they're brothers like that's how we're we'll we'll solve it you know he's not his clone or right they're not just two uh, people who look alike you know but they're actually like twin brothers it's a weird specification i think mm-hmm. um uh and yeah does this have anything to do with the the question about the twin babies and one killing one to save Oh man, I forgot about that. Well, you know, uh, going back to the theory that like maybe the way Nora will get to use the machine is she'll come up with the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll finally find out whatever they wanted to hear for that question. Um, that's interesting. I forgot that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh. It is a twin thing, but it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the cancer question. It's twin siblings. I mean, he does have to kill one of them. There is a thing about killing one of them. He does have to kill one of them to save, in a sense, Mm -hmm. 
not the world so much as destroy the world, but himself, I guess. But it's in a sense what the people want. You know, that's the other thing right. that they said. They made it where he wasn't just a mass murderer, you know, killing people in the nuclear war. It was like, no, this is what the people, like, elected you for. Like, they knew... They, well, that's what they want, you know. That's what they want is an end to this existence, and that's what they elected you for, right? You know, and so in a way, he's giving them what they want, you know, right? Assisted suicide versus murder, I guess. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I found that to be interesting, but yeah, I don't know, like, um, because I'm trying to think what would the answer be to that twin baby question versus based on what we saw here. And I think it's Nora's answer, which is you kill the twin, right? You kill the one, mm-hmm. so the other one becomes cures yeah. cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which they didn't like. Maybe, that one. maybe the answer is like, you you ask the baby what they want or something. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean? Like maybe the answer is something like that. Like um, right. You. What do you want, baby? Yeah, I don't know. Or like, let the babies decide. Or I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. something weird like that, where whatever choice you make is the wrong choice, right? Uh, because you have to like, you have to take into account the wishes of the babies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous when you say it that way, but. <laughs> um. Sure. I love the whole thing about DEFCON 2. Is it worse or not than DEFCON 3? That's a whole trope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which one's worse? Um, and then... Um, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, when, she's, when he... I didn't really buy the whole thing when he was like, do you know who I am? And she's like, yes. Do you know I'm not the president? I sure do. I didn't really believe that she knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I just, I was like, no, nah, there's a reason she's saying that. Right. Uh, but I was disappointed that she didn't snap out of it and she didn't really know what was happening and that being told you're dead in this world isn't enough to wake you out of the whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah, what does that mean? You know, is she, is she dead? Are you dead if you're, if you're right there? <laughs> Yeah, I you don't know, know. Is, is dead relative? You I know? hope not. <laughs> dead just means you're not in this world. It doesn't mean you're not in another world, right? Yeah. I guess. Yes. That seems true. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there is no death. There's only the next frontier. <laughs> But yeah, I guess, um, you know, this one was the most, you know, had the most sort of uh, sentimental quality of the missions that he was on. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was too, I feel like, I guess like the thing that really gets me about this is that like, not only is it kind of a failure, but he kind of implies, I mean, he kind of says to John that he, I mean, he did give her the message. It's not like he's lying, mm-hmm. but he didn't really explain that she didn't really understand it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just like, whatever, you know, give him, <laughs> give him some closure. I mean, the whole point was he was trying to give closure to all these people. Right. Yeah. So, and he, like he tells Christopher Sunday, he didn't really buy the, the mission 
you know, he just wanted something. He would have taken whatever that guy gave him and gave it to his dad, you know, right. just so his dad could have some closure. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Evie mentions that her family was killed in a drone strike, which is the way she was killed. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I thought that was interesting. I the same thing, yeah. And why is he a puppet? Well, he's a puppet. I, I thought that was funny that they said that. He is literally a puppet because he's got somebody in his ear telling him what to do. And right. and he's got other people around him telling him what to do. And that's kind of the battle he goes through in the episode, right? Is like um, setting his own path and doing what he wants to do and not just kind of listening to other people. Um, you know, he takes the thing out of his ear later, you know. Uh, right. So he doesn't have to listen to David Burden anymore. So I think I think that's that's the other meaning of that that phrase when she says you're a puppet is is you know calling calling back to this idea that he's just doing what people tell him to do right i was also thinking that kind of extends to the you know the real world story like Mm. you know that he's just going in here to like do these things for other people exactly yeah you know um so you ready to go back? Um, or do you have more about this bit here? Yeah, there's a thing where she says the speech you just gave, you know, it didn't sound like you believed a single word you were saying. You know, part of that is he had just zapped into that body, so right. he wasn't reading it right. But I wonder if they're spo- if they're trying to tell us. He's also not so used to giving speeches from teleprompters. You know, it's kind of a skill. You know, it's not that easy. Thank you, Mr. Practicality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, just had to throw that in. <laughs> um, I know newscasters, like, have to kind of learn how to do that. Yeah. You know. Uh, but I was thinking, subtextually, maybe they're saying that that whole diatribe about marriage being horrible is not really what he believes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that's, I do think that's what they want us to think. Absolutely. But do you think that's true? <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. But... Why don't we know? Why don't we know if that's true? Well, I, I mean, I just, I feel like he hasn't taken a strong stance on marriage. I don't know where he stands on marriage. Does I mean... cheating on his wife not mean not be? Is that not a strong stance? Well, I mean, was it about marriage or was it just about you know his specific situation? You know what I mean? I mean, when you talk about such a big concept i mean you know just because your marriage isn't working does that mean that the entire concept of marriage is well clearly it's subjective right i mean he's (laughs) he you you're not going to come to the conclusion marriage is horrible uh i think unless you had a bad marriage (laughs) well fair enough but 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 i would also think that one bad marriage alone would not you know necessarily well yeah Presumably, he's also talking about you know his relationship with Nora, and not that they were married, but you right. know that that didn't work out necessarily, at least yeah. as far as we've seen. Yeah, yeah. I guess John and Lori's marriage had a kind of a rocky ending, if that was the ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I poisoned him and drowned myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no need for divorce papers. 
Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right that like having a bad marriage would probably lend him, uh, it would, it would probably give him, um, you know, ideas along those lines. So, uh, so maybe he does think that. And I think the idea of marriage being the thing that trapped him, you know, I think that's yeah. in there too. Like that, yeah. like the, that's part of the, the confining thing is the, right. the legal and sort of you know moral right. bond or whatever yeah 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 that makes sense uh yeah and then she just reiterates you just do what they tell you to do that's not true yeah it is uh okay cool you're gonna go to the next part yeah so uh we go back to the real world um, he tells Grace that her kids don't know what they did with their shoes. Sorry. Um, oh, Grace. Tough luck, Grace. Yeah. Sorry geez. you committed a murder for this. Right? Like, isn't that crazy to, 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 to be that close to something supernatural and it just to not even work out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, she really, um, she really committed a lot. Uh, to, you mean to like this. murder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, I feel like uh, you know. I mean, Kevin Senior went pretty far, but of the three, I feel like she's kind of taking it, taking it the furthest of. Um, yeah. You know, trying to reach this, trying to reach this answer with with a Kevin. I mean, that, I guess that was the goal from the beginning. I'm and... so. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm so like I'm so I'm in, in the most minor way possible. I'm upset that the other women of the apocalypse, horse women of the apocalypse, have not shown their faces since right. we saw them. And then also that like the people who are working in the boat we haven't seen since. Uh, I'm just curious where all these people went that were in Grace's life before our main character showed right. up. Right? Yeah, they're all you know. Just gone. And did yeah. she not tell them, "Hey, there's a flood coming." You know, right, like right. The, I'm with the magic Kevin, and now and yeah, yeah. It's just a little. The whole setup is a little weird now because I thought those all those women had a you know stake in what was going on, right? But clearly they didn't. Yeah, yeah. It it is a bit. It's a little sloppy. It's sort of like it's sort of like that was just set up to get us here, and really we just wanted Grace as a member of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, not to actually, like, take seriously all of the aspects of her life that they portrayed before this. Yeah. And, and you know, like, with Evie, you know, when she left, she left with the other two girls. And, it, you know, I mean, they didn't spend a lot of time on their stories, but they did continue to participate, you know, in that story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, up to the end. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean... The, uh, as far as the other women, I mean, the idea seems to be that they weren't as committed as Grace was. So, like, after the murder, <laughs> they're like, she, they're we're like, done. I, I know where my kids' shoes are. Bye. You yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, you know, I mean, I like, I kind of get that. Like, I guess that makes more sense to me than the uh, the boat builders not showing up again. Why wouldn't we get a line or something of like, you know, or like Kevin Sr. says, hey, where are those women at? Or I thought you know. she said she agreed to take responsibility. Yeah, but, but, was that, but, did, 
does that mean that the you know is that enough to sum up the whole point of those other women being there like okay great you're gonna take responsibility but if grace is still plugged into seeing this thing through why aren't they like i guess the line i want is they were scared off by the fact they killed this guy you know yeah 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 well i thought i thought that was the implication I, it, it, it might be the implication, but it just didn't go far It wasn't an explication. It wasn't an explication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to go Latin, uh-huh. which Thank always you. helps, I would this is, say. This is clearly a Latin podcast <laughs> in the most minor way possible. <laughs> we'll just say Latin words every now Speaking and then. Speaking of Latin, minor. <laughs> oh, God. It's everywhere. It really is. You can't escape it. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, Evie is wearing a shirt that says, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, in, in Kevin's world. Uh, what does she remember? She doesn't remember her life, but she is she's remembering the departure. Well, that's weird, because that seems more like the guilty remnant. I would think... Yeah. Uh, maybe her family being killed... Okay, but but if but it, I mean if if they are guilty remnant, then this is a world where there was a departure, which begs the question: Why would Kevin imagine a world where there's a departure? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, besides... I mean, and maybe he's guilty remnant where they they forget. <laughs> Their whole thing is like, forget the departure happened. They're, 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 they're like the opposite guilty remnant. I mean, not or, really, because like, they have some like, things in common. Yeah, there's, like, there's no family. Like, the departure told us there's no family. Cause maybe maybe the idea is that, like, here's the part of the guilty remnant that I can, like, get behind on some level. <laughs> hmm You know, like, because, you know, I... I I clearly want to run away from my family at various moments. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the part that maybe resonates uh, on some level. The other stuff is like, is stupid as he's. <laughs> yeah, like they don't need to be living. Like he doesn't think they need to be living reminders. Right. Oh, they don't even. I don't think they talk about the departure. I don't think it's no. actually mentioned. It's just, no. it's sort of implied, I guess, because the, the only reason the guilty remnant exists is because of the departure, but maybe in this universe that's not true. <laughs> I don't know um, why they would exist yeah. otherwise, but... Um, actually, no, doesn't Patty say later that she talks about the depart? that doesn't she say it's the seventh anniversary of the departure? Oh, does she say that? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think, right. I think she says it is the 7th anniversary of the departure. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So there's a departure. Um. So it is a departure, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, it's just weird he would have, think of a departure world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Beyond the fact that that's, you know, what happened in his own world, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he would... <laughs> put that in there i mean it certainly provides the context for the guilty remnant mm-hmm. so you know maybe it was like <laughs> you 
You maybe, know, like the way they like to write the leftovers. Like, well, I want the Guilty Remnant party, so... Yeah, maybe it wasn't even a departure world before this time exactly. he came there. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't clear that there was any of this stuff. Even though, uh, I think they did have uh, Patty as a presidential candidate or something in the first in yeah, the I, session, right? I thought she was a congresswoman. Or was she was she president? I thought she well, I thought she was a candidate. I didn't think she was necessarily Yeah. President. Okay, maybe yeah, I thought they sense. were saying she was running a campaign or something like that. I Yeah, I couldn't I don't remember the uh I thought I thought it was that she was a congresswoman, but president makes more She sense. might have been a congresswoman running for president. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. It's possible it's both. There we go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, it's one of those both ands. One of those both ands. But then it turned out it was like a decoy, someone mm-hmm. else that looked like her. That was some. That was some weird shit in that one. <laughs> Not that like this is normal, but. Mm-hmm. Swear it was like what. <laughs> and and I guess they addressed that issue um, in a small way in this episode idea of like imitating someone else yep uh yeah they do um okay so uh just to pick up there uh cause we got um we got off on that thing about Evie um uh, oh, right, so he, t- he tells John he gave Evie the message. Great, okay, <laughs> move on from there. Uh, no more questions, please. Um, uh, he asked why they pulled him out of the pond. Um, he, he didn't have Christopher Sunday's uh, song yet. Um, and why did they pull him out of the pond? I guess uh, it was raining or something. Uh, yeah, he said the pond overflowed. The pond. Oh, right. The pond overflowed. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because of the flood. Because of the flood. Because it's flooding. Because it's flooding. Right, right. It's a a coincidental coincidental sort of flood. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Can I I bring up something I just just thought about? Uh, Matt and Nora went off on their adventure, and Kevin and these guys are here. Uh, I guess the guy who flew them there in the cargo plane is just hanging out in Tasmania. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is Waiting. happening? Yeah. Because, like, Matt was, the whole point was they were going to get him and come back in time. Go to, to Miracle. Be there. Yeah. Yeah, for this day. So, that, I just realized that that guy's just sitting there. Yeah, it'd be if nice if he could, like, call him or something. Yeah, maybe they'll say Matt called him and yeah. told him to go home or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's definitely a loose end. It's a good point. Yeah, it's done on me. Okay. Uh, um, so, so it's, well, I guess uh, Kevin's got to go up to the bathtub. Because uh, drowning <laughs> is just the way we do this now. It's just the way it works. <laughs> it's It's weird how there's, like, no questioning about that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's just no discussion of like how how should we how should we do this? It's like Grace did it this way, so we're gonna do it this way. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So, uh, so they go up to the, um, they go up to the bathtub. Uh, Kevin Sr. says, if I could do this instead of you, I would. Um. Yet the book should have been about me, huh? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on, Kevin Sr. And it's like, how does he know he can't do it? It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> I don't think he does. I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, but it has to be Kevin, of course. Um, so, uh, so he goes back, uh, he goes back to the crazy world and, um, uh, to gain entrance to this, uh, secure location where he's going to be, um, sort of, uh, bunkered in, I guess. Uh, he has to, uh, undergo a facial scan and then a penis scan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Typical, typical, you know. It's just a thing that happens. It's a normal um, security procedure. Yeah, so basically, uh, basically, like, someone could, like, imitate or reconstruct somehow his face, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't go to that length to, uh... <laughs> ding, no ding, pun ding. intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To uh, fabricate his penis somehow. So, um, yeah, so the, he passes the, the face scan and the penis scan. And, uh, mm-hmm. and now, <laughs> that's what's happening. And now he, uh, he has to answer some trivia questions. Um, so let's talk yep. about uh, pet, childhood pet, didn't have one. Nice try. Can't get me with mm-hmm. that one. Uh, his favorite movie, The Godfather, wait for it, part two. There we go. Uh, weird side note, a little strange to have Godfather reference in two yep. things in a yep. row. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to bring that up, too. Uh, to, we were just doing our Twin Peaks podcast, and there was a scene that was presumably a reference to The Godfather. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I want to point out something I found out about... Um, since then just an extra thing sorry this is something i should probably say on the twin peaks podcast but uh that scene with michael Sarah, uh not only spoiler alert yeah spoiler alert sorry uh not only references the godfather but it also if you look at his costume uh it's it's exactly almost the costume worn by Marlon Brando in the movie The Wild One. I caught that, and I meant to say that, that he looks like Marlon Brando in those old movies. Yeah. I did catch that, but I didn't... Yeah, wow. Yeah, if you if you pull up The Wild One and you look at his costume, it's like, oh, that's exactly what he's wearing. Yeah, that's why it makes him seem so artificial, because he seems like totally. he's playing a costume, playing a character. Yeah. It's yeah, I think maybe he's even supposed to be doing a Marlon Brando yeah. like impression. I guess that's like that's part of the delivery. Mhm. You know. Well, but why, why is he Marlon Brando? Cuz they na- cuz he has Brando's birthday. He has Brando's they, birthday. They gave him his middle name as He's Brando. got the name, so he's he's got to he be Brando. But he doesn't have the first name. Well, <laughs> it's just like why is that a thing? I totally agree. I, t- I was just, right. I was like, I can't believe that. they took that so far, that idea. 
Yeah, um, they're doing a Godfather's reference with Marlon Brando. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just really. <laughs> anyway, save it for the All Twin right. Peaks podcast. All right. Well, put um, that on the Twin Peaks podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the God the Godfather thing. It was like because it's clearly a coincidence. I mean, there's no way they knew when mm-hmm. they filmed this that there. I don't think anyone knew. There was yeah. going to be, like, a really specific Godfather reference in Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, I would have never called that, for example. Like, why would they do that? That sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Okay. So, uh, yeah, anyway, then, finally, the, the third question. This is the hard one. Who's your Secretary of Defense? Mm. You ready for this one? Uh, Patty Levin? I'll just say the only name I can think of. Why not? And it turns yeah. out he's right. Is he right because he was right? He's or... right because he couldn't have gotten those answers wrong. That's the question. Right? Yeah, he, Is there yeah, a way? I don't think he could have gotten those questions wrong. And even the way he, the guy was at, like checking the answers seemed like, yeah, whatever. You know, like... Of course, you're passing these. Um, so, yeah, I think whatever he said was the right answer. Okay. Yeah, I think whatever he said was the right answer. She seems to say later that you called, you summoned me. She says summon. She does you know, say they that. They use the actual yeah. word. Yeah. You know, you summoned me. So I think the idea is whatever was going to play out in this bunker was going to play out with another person. And they were like, okay, well, who do you want to be the person that, you know, you have this scene with. <laughs> right. But there was Patty. a logic to it, you know, since it's a guilty remnant party. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Um, you know, beyond, like, the history and all the, the you know, other reasons. Yeah. Because I guess he could have said Meg. Yeah. And, you, you know, know, Meg shows up. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Um, Why didn't he say Curse for Sunday? <laughs> The second, the prime minister of Australia is my secretary of defense. He's, He's got could, two jobs. I don't, is that allowed? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would have never happened. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Honestly, I think it's just a reason for us to have Patty back, you know, and for them to give us a little mythology about this idea of being summoned and she came right. to help him because he helped her. And, right. Uh, which, which I think basically puts to bed this idea that he was her most powerful adversary like seems like he did her a favor so how are they adversaries yeah 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 yeah. that that, that could have just been you a know, misinterpretation if, if she was like you banish me calvin <laughs> when you push me in that whale i went to hell <laughs> <laughs> and i gotta tell you it was hot <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah, so it wasn't like that. So, right. uh, yeah, I think that was a misinterpretation um, by Virgil. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um. All right. Anything else in this part? Yeah, I, I was reading that. I, I, I think this whole sort of um, focus on uh, Kevin's uh, <laughs> genitals... Um, I think that started from the pilot. Uh, I was reading that, um, 
Are we there's th- there was a bit of a um um what's the word the uh, kerfuffle i don't know what the word is there's a some, uh, hoop hullabaloo hoopla. hoopla yeah um because in the and the first time we see kevin uh well um, that doesn't matter the first time but in the episode he's jogging and he's got these loose jogging pants on and <laughs> pre- presumably not wearing any underwear and so there's some uh some um uh what's the word <laughs> ba- bounceage bounceage okay yeah um yeah let's just call it that i'm guessing i mean i i I actually i didn't know that that was the thing yeah um so anyway apparently the uh that was not lost on the audience and so that started something uh that this is apparently playing up um yeah flappage (laughs) flappage yeah not that I want to, there's a, some other word I want to use, but I can't think of it. Okay. Uh, we don't need any more other words. We got it. <laughs> That's it enough. Flappage. Um, yeah, so apparently this is a, some kind of That's the reference. That okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. That and makes I thought sense. they were doing, and I think because this is his own, his own world, it kind of makes sense in a way, like... You know, he's in a world. He, he created a reality where he has a big penis or something, <laughs> right? Um, and uh, and I think there is something to the idea, you know, because they, you know, it, you know, uh, they call him the hot cop and all this stuff, and you know, so maybe there's some idea that he's well endowed or or that goes yeah. with that idea or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, they they definitely spend a, a fair amount of time admiring his physique, mm-hmm. um, and they've commented on his appearance a few times. So it's definitely, it's definitely a thing in the show. Yeah, no hot question. Jesus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot Jesus. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um all right where are we what's going uh, on so we go on down to uh the situation room mm-hmm. uh patty smacks kevin when he has to speak to christopher sunday because they got to go to defcon one they've been planning this for years well mm-hmm. you know why are you why are you wasting time um and then uh the vice president shows up. The vice president. It's going to be Lori, right? No. It's Meg. Yeah, I was thinking Lori, too. She's I was waiting back. for Lori to show up. Yeah, so if Lori... I mean, Lori would also fit because, you know, the Guilty Remnant connection. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing about Lori showing up is it would be confirmation, maybe, that she was yeah. dead. Which mm-hmm. they declined to do. And declined. I would say that definitely opens up the possibility that we'll see her in the last episode. Yeah. So wait, Meg's the vice president? Meg's the vice president. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Which eh. is weird. I guess Meg was the leader of the Guilty Remnant last. True. Okay. Um, Sort of. I mean, maybe a leader of her rogue faction or something, but sure but yeah yeah. um uh 
she reveals that the president's being conned and there's no nuclear sub. There's no, uh, no threat. Um, uh... Yeah, I found that to be really interesting, too. Um, another Twin Peaks reference, uh, and I'll try to not make this a spoiler, but just this idea of being played, being tricked. I thought that was interesting. Um, right. And then, uh, so I guess the idea is like, it's just an excuse to, to, to end the world. I don't get it because their point is to end the world. So why is the intelligence, the intelligence should be true because that gives them a reason to do it, but they don't need that reason to do it. They want to do it anyway. So I'm actually confused now. (laughs) I wasn't before. Yeah, well, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they feel like they need a, a pretext to, uh, to like, set it in motion. Well, okay, that's right, because because uh, Meg is saying that, right? Meg is saying, hey, I know you want in the world, but you, 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 you know, the, the, the context here is you want to end it because of this intel about the Separatists and the submarine. Yeah. But, but that's a lie. Right. Like, she's trying to tell him that that's a lie. It's not true. So don't end the world. Right. Right. I think that plays into, you know, him just being following what people tell him to do, and he's got to make his own decision. Yeah. But I do find it very strange, plot-wise. Um, uh, also, it's it's also a bit ripped from the headlines in a weird way, because um, there's actually a recent... Um, News report, I guess maybe last week it was kind of big in the news that, uh, you know, um, potentially James Comey back in the election when he came out to talk about Hillary Clinton's investigation, uh, that might have been based on bogus intel from Russia that the FBI knew was bogus, but that he might have pretended to use anyway. It's some something fairly convoluted like that. But anyway, I thought this was a strange reference here. Um, oh. Sort of. Sort of. That, this idea of there being bogus intel and the Kremlin is involved. Right. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, I couldn't enlighten you with a thousand watt bulb. It's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> But what if he had two thousand watt bulbs? Uh oh. Is it the wattage that matters? Um. <laughs> why does that? What does that matter? <laughs> oh God. You gotta have some puns in a podcast, not right? A pun, not a watt. Yeah. Watt pun. Yeah. What does it matter? <laughs> um. All right. So, where did you leave off on the recap here? Uh, let's see. Uh, it's, it's the middle of that scene. So Patty reminds Kevin that, uh, he was elected to, you know, mm, launch mm-hmm. these things. They want to die. Um. But do they? Well, that's what she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the problem now is they can't launch without going through the Fisher Protocol. Oh jeez. Which yeah. Ugh. So that requires that uh Kevin murdered the volunteer 
there's a volunteer in whose chest the launch key has been planted. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so um, the volunteer is not present. So there's like there's like no way like he can get in. So, uh, so I guess that's game over. Yeah, right? But no. But no! It turns out, uh, the, um, volunteer will be entering in 15 minutes because he's Kevin's twin brother. Well, what's weird is, even if he wasn't the twin, why wouldn't they let him in the door? Because they're on lockdown. Oh, they're on lockdown, and so, but but why why would Patty trigger the lockdown before the before having the Fisher guy there? It's weird, but that's part of the plan apparently. But yeah, I agree. It doesn't really make sense. Hmm. I I, I understand this thing about the Russian fake intel. Now I think the idea is that's what they're telling everybody. The reason is. But that's not the real reason. Because later she says, you know, um, what did she say? Yeah, we're going to fire our nukes at the Russians and they're going to retaliate. And that's it. So that means that the Russians are in on it too. So when the Russians said, hey, that intel is bad. There's no separatist. They know that already. Right. Um, but why would why would they confirm it? I guess they confirmed it to the vice president, not knowing that she doesn't know the plan. Guess that's the idea. It's really convoluted here. It is. Really it is. Yeah, yeah. And so but much I guess of it's, it, like, like the reason. it's like I don't know how much any of this stuff matters. So not at all. That's why it's like it's just it's weird to like spend a lot of time like trying to understand these details when it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of inherently artificial. Yeah. You know, uh, like if this were 24, um, Mm -hmm. I'd be Mm -hmm. all over this. Yeah. You know, in terms of like, well, who, who wants what and what's true and like, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, here it's just like, uh... (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not going to matter. Exactly. Exactly. It's just kind of business, you know, so we can get to the point. Um, uh okay right so uh kevin's twins coming so i guess meg's been thwarted so she leaves Mm -hmm. um and uh patty um has kevin take them down to defcon one before allowing kevin to make his call but turns out that when they go to defcon one they're totally locked down and the phones don't work anymore so now he can't make his call anymore uh-oh. So Patty trick. I tricked you one last time, Kevin. One last trick. <laughs> like the good old days when I sat on your keys. <laughs> and when I told you them girls departed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> uh, I wish they could have a conversation about that. I guess that's never going to happen at this point, because I'm pretty sure this is the last we're going to get Yeah, he could have been like, why should I trust you? You told me the girls departed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, Kevin, we all departed. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course you would say that. Um, 
So Kevin uh, grabs Patty's glasses and uses the reflection to flip back over to uh, No Beard Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the assassin Kevin Harvey. Kevin, Kevin Harvey, thank you. Uh, oh, is President Kevin Kevin Garvey? I don't know. Did I'm they clarify that? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember that being clear. I don't but think it they ever been. said his whole name. But yeah. Um. Uh. So. Uh. He's not. He's not. Uh. I guess. Um. He's not sure. Uh. About sort of how to proceed, but. Uh, um. Uh. David Burton reassures him that he's got a man on the inside. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh. He goes in there, and. Uh. It turns out the man on the inside was Meg. Um, uh, and uh, she doesn't want the end of the world because she's in love with the most wonderful man she's ever known. And that's his name is God. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Weird. This is a weird moment. I don't I don't think I actually understand this beat of the story. Um, I guess it's weird to say that. I'm not sure I understand a lot of these things, mm-hmm. but like, it's like, I guess, I guess the thing about this is like, it's, it's, you know, it's Meg. It seems like a character thing, but I don't know what this even has to do with Meg at all. Um, it's, it's just weird to me. Um, uh, so then, uh, uh, <laughs> then David Burton says, tell her I love her too. Um, and uh let's see then kevin finds out where the comms room is and shoots meg and goes to make his call to christopher sunday so we can finally learn that song we've all been hearing so much about oh okay and i was glad it was like a video conference so Mm -hmm. he could actually see the dance itself right know, like i assume there's dancing with the song yeah 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 so I was like, oh, great, look, they're Skyping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very convenient, very convenient. Um, so he gets he gets Christopher Sunday on, and, uh, you know, he makes clear that uh, there is no song to stop the rain. If you remember from before, the song he had was to bring the rain. Mm-hmm. So, and he said, like, I tried to tell him that, but he wouldn't listen. We all saw. <laughs> we remember if we watch that episode um i love that they go back to that point um because i thought that was i thought that was a really uh i thought that was a really interesting moment in that episode Um, which part crazy white fellow thinking um uh when when he tells him that the song is supposed to bring the rain Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that there, like, there's no songs to stop the rain because yeah, you know, we're we're in like a desert here. Yeah, like using the song to stop the rain doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. you know. And he's just like, ah, interpretation, blah blah blah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> why should I? Why should I listen to you and revere your knowledge on this yeah. subject that I came to seek your knowledge? Yeah, for? I know, I know. What do you know about all? This? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like wow, but that is his character. He's he's very arrogant about that stuff. Like he's so sure that mm-hmm. he's got the answer. Just you know, 
does not want to listen to anybody else if they're if they're going against you know what he what he believes. Yep. So anyway, I, I appreciated that they actually like went back to that point. Mm-hmm. Um as the you know the reason why he's not going to get the song um yeah. and uh he asked if kevin actually believes that uh you know his father could save the world like this um and uh he says no so then why are you here mm-hmm. so we get we get that idea um presented and then the alarm starts going off, which is a thing they like to do when it's time for Kevin to move. Yep. In this world. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the Secret Service arrives, so he has to look into some glass. He goes back to the president, back to bearded mm-hmm. President Kevin. Um, he smashes Patty's glasses um, and says he doesn't want to do this anymore. Um, like, Basically, the the farce, you know, being mm-hmm. the president, the secretary. Do you want to pause here and talk about anything? Because <laughs> we've kind of gone over a lot. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Sorry, I guess I assumed you were you were gonna jump in if you. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, feel free. I like I gave my commentary. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of things here. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to go over it now. Let me see. Um. Mm, uh, this Machiavelli line I thought was interesting. All unarmed prophets have been victor- victorious. All armed prophets have been destroyed. Oh yeah, so I I read uh, I read somewhere on the internet that actually what he said was the reverse of that. All armed prophets have been victorious and all unarmed prophets have been destroyed yes <laughs> yikes that that it was it was a lie like the way he said it sounds like this god is the devil Mm-hmm. maybe that's the truth yeah maybe that's uh that's an interesting idea too because that's actually a thing the devil would probably tell you is you're the most powerful man in the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) and watch you destroy yourself. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Because he plays tricks on you. (laughs) It's the trickster. Um, Interesting, interesting. Wow, that's, yeah, that's crazy that he told them the exact opposite. Hmm. Yeah. And he's like, put your faith in me, Mr. Harvey. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, uh, that's a good note. And um, this thing about, and please make sure you fucking kill the Secretary of Defense, I thought was interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but, okay, so, yeah. Meg is in love with David Burden for no reason. That's weird. Um, is that is that really who she means? Well, David Burton says, "Tell her I love her too." <laughs> but he he called it a, he called it a pickup line. Uh huh. So what are you saying? Oh, okay. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean he didn't tell it to her. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, she thinks... Now, whether she thinks he actually is God, you know, seems... To, maybe she did. You know, that's kind of what he's saying. It was just a pickup line. But, clearly, he's telling people he's God, you know, and he takes credit for it when he says, tell her I love her, too. Um... See, so I, I thought, ah, okay, I thought that, I thought she was actually just saying God, the sort of abstract idea, mm-hmm. and I thought his thing was like, you know, a, a kind of a wiki commentary I on, yeah, I see. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't necessarily think that when she said his name is God, she actually So meant, you think she might be thinking she's in love with the metaphorical God, not that's David what I Burton. thought. That's what and I thought. Just, uh, yeah, now that you mention taking... it, it brings up that possibility. And in a way, it makes more sense. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's that she met this person who said he was God. Yeah. But yeah, it is. Right, I, and he just he just said that as a pickup line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, and that's which his kinda, reveal. Which, which kind of is answering the question of is he God or Yeah, not? okay. See, I didn't I didn't really think about it that way. Yeah, I think I think that's right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he is still saying he's God, which means like Kevin is incorporating that idea into this world even though seemingly he doesn't necessarily know that that happened. Mhm. So Yeah, and it's that's another example of something that seems external. And it seems like Kevin doesn't believe he's God, right? No. So, I mean, he, he shoots Maggie, throws away the earpiece. Yeah, so why would you create a world in which you have a guy saying he's God, but you don't actually believe that he's God? Yeah. It's weird. Especially when, coincidentally, a guy who looks exactly like that guy did say he was God. In the mm-hmm. real world. It's like, how did you come up with that? That's such a weird thing to even make up. Yeah, just because you can have resurrected once, does that make you God? I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. There's some more things you got to do there. Um. All right. Yeah, we can go. Yeah. So this Christopher Sunday stuff was really interesting. Again, I think this is the biggest um, example that we have to suggest that this world is real in some way. Or connects to the real world in some way. Yeah. Is there any other explanation for Christopher Sunday being here? I mean, what you would have to say uh, for it to make sense, uh, and it's not, I don't think it's totally impossible, but what you would have to say is that, you know, somehow Kevin Sr. off screen told, uh, you know, showed him a picture and recounted the conversation they had. Mm-hmm. You know, all details. And he picked up on that and incorporated it. I mean, I think that's the only way Yeah. he could possibly know that stuff. It's not impossible, I guess. But uh, we certainly didn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Grace doesn't have the internet. So I don't know how we look up a picture of this guy. You don't think Grace has the internet? It doesn't seem like she she really has Fios, you know. 
I didn't look like she's got Fios um, out there. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that that's unlikely that that happened. But I guess we still have one episode to see if they explain, you know, if maybe, you know, Kevin Sr. is like, okay, you sure you saw Christopher Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. and he, like, describes him or something. Right. Or... Um, yeah. And the fact that, like... He... He just tells Kevin Senior like, "Yeah, there's no song for the rain." Uh, oh wait, what does he tell him? I forgot now. He hasn't gone back to tell him anything yet. That's at the end, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's at the end. Okay, we'll get there. All right, yeah, we can go to the next part. Okay, so uh, right, so Kevin wants to to quit the um, to quit the charade. Um, charade, please. Charade. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Um, uh, so, so what, what, what do you want to do then? Uh, says Patty, uh, Kevin says, I want to go home. And she says, you said that before. Mm-hmm. You keep coming back here. Uh oh. Um, sounds like somebody has issues. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody here is like a comic book. You've got a lot of issues. <laughs> oh. Oh, with the pun. Wow. Wow. Um, okay, so then uh, they bring in uh, No Beard International Assassin Kevin. Um, uh, Patty... I, I guess Patty sings a, a version of the theme from the Patty Duke show. I did not recognize this, just for the record. Oh, is that what she was doing? I never watched the Patty Duke show, so... Uh, I, I, I did watch the Patty Duke show a little bit. I couldn't tell you anything about it except it starred Patty Duke. <laughs> I probably could have told you that, but... Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, she does some kind of like personalized version of it, um, and then explains uh, how she has to, how uh, Kevin has to extract the key from his twin brother, um, and she says, uh, "May God have mercy on your soul if there is a God, which there is not." Was there? Which there isn't. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. Uh huh. Um. Because if God is David Burton, then yeah, there's no God. We're all in trouble. <laughs> um, so uh, at first, uh, the Kevins, uh, the Kevins, refuse to go through with it. So then uh, Patty has the president. After there's there's a lot of to do here, but Patty has the president read from the uh, the romance novel, which. I thought it was going to somehow be the book because it kind of looks like the book. The Kevin book. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no. He wrote a romance novel. It's off screen. Um, I don't know. He wrote a romance novel in the history before he came into the world somehow, I guess. Yeah. He wrote a romance novel in his mind, shall we say. Um, or they both wrote it? Anyway... Um, uh, so, you know, then he, he reads the page. You basically read the whole page earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's your turn. So you remember that, you know, 
<laughs> you remember what it was, the basic idea. Yeah. Um, all he knew to do was run. Um, he was alone and all was well. That's the end. The very yep. end. Um, so then, uh, then the Kevins do some weeping. Um, uh, and, uh, no beard international assassin. Kevin says he wants the key removed. So we can't come back here again. Um, wait, so, okay. Can we stop there? Sure, um, sure. this line, um, I received a call from the CIA that the president was keeping a secret journal hidden behind the portrait of Millard Fillmore in the oval. You remember that line? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a, you know, and this was clearly a national security issue. I had no choice but to procure it. I like for you to read this, you know, read this for us. Right. Uh, and it's the romance novel. Right. But but it's interesting that she said it was a secret journal. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I don't know, just thought that was weird. Is it a journal or is it a romance novel? <laughs> is there a difference? It's a journalistic romance novel. <laughs> All right. Um, it sounds more yeah. like a novel than like a journal, but I guess, you know, yeah. That's or weird. maybe they thought it was a journal, but it turned out to be a novel. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I did remember now the the uh, the Patty Duke song. Yeah, they're cousins, identical cousins, and you'll find they look alike, they talk alike, sometimes they even walk alike, something like that. Yeah, there you go. You could, yeah, yeah. I I did remember that. I did watch the Patty Duke show. You did. I did. <laughs> uh, and I remembered more than. Just that it started Fatty Duke. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. Identical Kevins. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, like I said before, I kind of wanted the Kevins to talk more to each other and, like, hash their shit out. Because it's the only time Kevin can talk to Kevin. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um... But they didn't really hash their own shit out. No. Uh, it's weird that they both wrote the book and don't think they wrote the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's untitled, by the way, the romance novel. Yeah, come up with a title. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, it looks like it's, fin- it's written. Yeah, you might as well come up with a title. Yeah, and it's Nihilus title time. So, was the journal what was in her briefcase? Was that what was in the briefcase? I think so. Oh. Oh, right. The secret briefcase? Must mm-hmm. have been. But I actually don't remember. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She takes it out. You're right. It looks like Kevin's book. It's got that kind of leather binding. Yeah. Um, Which... Was that maybe a fake out that we thought it was Kevin's book and not this romance that's, novel? Yeah, book? yeah, I, that's what I thought in the moment. I thought like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna read from Kevin's book and it's gonna tell him something about himself, mm-hmm. you know? And like, and like, and like, maybe just maybe the book will serve a purpose. 
Yeah, and, and, and it, is that why the book came back, just for this fake-out here? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't. I mean, I guess there's still a chance for the book to play a role. There's one more episode, but it certainly didn't matter in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. All right, and so you're almost done with the... There's, like, another scene here, right? Yeah, there's just a little more. Okay. Just a little more. So, uh, so right, so he's gonna, he's gonna take out the thing and launch the nukes and all that so they, so they can't come back there again. He can't, we can't, whatever. Too many pronouns here. Um, and, uh, so he, uh, Kevin, the president, I don't know that it really matters, but I, well, I guess the point is one of them has it, and that's the one who has to get cut into, uh, cuts out the key, mm-hmm. and, uh... Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's almost like he's cast to kill the old Kevin. You know, the, the international assassin Kevin is the one who, like, doesn't want any responsibilities, Right. right? So it seems like okay, metaphorically, he's got to kill that guy, and now he's you know he's the bearded Kevin now, who's I don't know what, but um, <laughs> but it seems yeah. like there's something there with like, you know, that's why it's only you know they, it's like he takes the thing out of him, but he's somehow still alive at the end. He's got to like decide, I guess, and maybe that was the decision, you know. So like, I guess if International Assassin Kevin was like, no, you can't take the code, you know, then maybe the President Kevin would have died somehow or something, mm-hmm. and and old Kevin would be left. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's interesting. I mean, I guess the original, yeah, the original idea of the assassin was he was going to assassinate the President. So I, I guess... Yeah, so he would, yeah, that, that makes sense. It was so sort of a like contest, yeah. 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 Who's gonna yeah, who's gonna die? And I guess if International Assassin won, then maybe Kevin just stays there or something. Something. Uh or at yeah, least like very, he's free to come back. It was a very odd scene to watch two Justin Thoreau's <laughs> one penetrating the other <laughs> um, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, seeing someone stuff their hand in somebody else's is not, you don't see that all the time on TV. It's true. Unless you're watching like a medical show, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that thing was real up in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not surviving that. <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, no. I'll just m- remove this from behind your ribs. It's like, yeah, no, you're killing it's, me. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, very strange depiction of this you know dichotomy here yeah yeah definitely um so uh right so the other kevin looks up and says we fucked up with nora just in case (laughs) just in case that wasn't already clear yeah um and then uh uh you know he dies basically we get the key gets the key goes to turn the key and uh, so they turn the key, and Patty suggests that they go out inside and watch. And mm-hmm. uh, so they go outside, and we see these, uh, you know, missiles arriving. Uh, sort of reminded me of that scene from the beginning of the season, um, where, like, the, the missile sort of comes towards them, and then um, 
mm-hmm. there you know kind of cuts to white um and that's the end of his adventure this time yeah um in the crazy world uh probably the last time unless the next episode brings us back there i mean we're so late in the show that things yeah. could definitely be ending and this seems like a likely moment where this will end uh the other thing i wanted to reference here uh with kevin i don't know my theological history as well as i should but <laughs> does does doesn't jesus have a wound on his chest like that am i making that up i thought his wound was supposed to be um in like a lower like Lower abdomen, like Let's more see, on the, the final, side. Yeah, the final wound was in the side of Jesus's chest, where, according to the New Testament, his body was pierced by the Holy Lance in order to be sure he was dead. The Gospels do not specify on which side he was wounded. It was conventionally shown in art as being on Jesus's proper right side, though some depictions, notably a number of Rubens, show it on the proper left. So, this is pretty close. I would say this is fairly... I'm looking at a a painting uh, from, from I don't know, the 1300s, 1400s. <laughs> and uh, he's being pierced basically right in that area. Okay. Uh, by, by this Roman land. So, I think that's close enough to be a homage. Sure, um, sure. I figured, I figured that's the only real reason to have this really graphic thing happening here with this thing being in his you know chest area right was to like call back to that right i guess he also has to kind of sacrifice himself Mm-hmm. so there is that yeah uh yeah anyway i thought that was weird uh and then yeah they go watch which i which was very weird to see and you know i guess it's like i don't know what you're supposed to feel about it like is everybody happy this is happening you know like and by the way this is not like how you really destroy the world (laughs) you know because some people will survive and just live out their days in horror right yeah i know i know don't don't think about that don't think about mm -hmm. like nuclear fallout and you know yeah radiation poisoning the post-apocalyptic and... like wasteland mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know the desperate clinging to survival <laughs> and... yeah the ones who say i didn't vote for him yeah yeah <laughs> i told you people this is not what i wanted it was right? not hashtag not my president right lesser of two evils my ass right <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, jeez, not my president. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, yeah, that happened. It did, I guess. In in whatever and I guess sense that something means those happens. Were, those were Russian nukes that killed their world. Um, yeah, I guess the American so. part of their world. Yeah, yeah. I guess their nukes got launched the other way and. Yeah. yeah. Then the other nukes came for them. But what about the places that didn't get hit with a nuke? 
No, all the places got hit with <laughs> All the places, alright. Yeah, no, I agree, it's not... I mean, it just, it doesn't seem... You know, if it's all going on, if Kevin created this world, you know, I mean, no offense to Kevin, but I don't think he fully envisions, like, a full planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's interesting they didn't go more, like, sci-fi or something and go, you know, um, you know, we have a bomb in the in the planet's core or something, and, you know, we'll set the bomb off and it'll destroy the Earth. You right, know? right. Something, something crazier. Yeah, and more finite or finale, finale. More finale, <laughs> as we say in English. More finale. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. Finale. <laughs> yeah, don't you want to watch the series finale? Uh, okay, so the next part... What was it? Jason Kevin... Goes to Hell, the finale Friday? The finale Friday, yeah. Uh, so this next part... Did you describe this next part when Kevin wakes up? No, no. So uh, so Kevin wakes up uh, yep, in yep, a tarp yep. in Grace's church. I guess they like put him out there with uh, the other Kevin um, nearby. When, I think, is the operative question. Well, when is clearly the operative question. So, yeah. Uh, Kevin sees... Uh, sees uh, John and Michael <laughs> sleeping nearby. And uh, his dad is on the roof of the house. Um, mm-hmm. So he goes over to uh, Kevin Sr. Kevin Sr. says, I thought you were gone. Um, and uh, it was raining so hard. So he was scared. And so he came up to the roof. And to let to let you drown down there, yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he still wasn't ready to come down. Um, and uh, finally, he asks, "Now what?" <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Man, you should have been asking now what earlier. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Now you ask now what? They could have been now whating a long time ago. You mm-hmm. should have asked Tony yeah. the chicken now what. How about they? Sh- they should have asked some now what's and some what ifs mm-hmm. and some 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 some, some if thens and some maybe some, others. And... Yeah, some some why nows <laughs> and some what happens ifs. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little late for what now. It um, is. How did he think he was? He thought he was gone. So he took him out of the bathtub. He drove. He took him. Yeah, he put him where the dead people yeah, are. Yeah. Basically, seems like. And he just he dumped dead. him out there, and it was yeah. raining so hard that he's like, "I'll just leave my son down there." Yeah. To may to maybe drown. It didn't rain forever, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the all the flooding's gone. The apocalyptic flood seems to have been averted without the need for the song. But even even the flood that was happening on the ranch seems to subsided. You know, because he was like, the whole ranch is flooded. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I took him out of the pond, and it seems fine now. It's not, yeah, it's not a big problem. Definitely. Wow. So, uh, Kevin Sr. on the roof does seem like it's a reference to the thing from um, the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, With the colonial lady yeah, or whatever. Yeah, standing on the roof waiting for the rapture. Did, did I ever mention on the podcast that I found out that that 
that was supposed to have taken place in Australia? I don't think you said it on the podcast. I think you said it off podcast, and I was surprised to learn that. And and now not surprised. Yeah, now it seems like it's yeah. Seems fitting. It seems thing. like yeah, it's it's a similar idea to what they did in season two, where like that whole thing took place in like what would later be Miracle. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, they're connecting the two stories that way. Exactly. Yeah, and so we sort of come to Kevin Senior with his like roof moment of disappointment. Mm-hmm. It looks like the same church too, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It looks very similar. Now style. we just gotta find out about those birds. <laughs> oh man, that's all that's missing. It's the last mystery. Gotta right? get Is those bird answers. Yeah, that's yeah. all we need. We need we need those flock of answers. <laughs> 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 <The birds. laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Get some. Get some. Some. Uh, get some. Some beaks. Yeah. Don't really have anything. Yeah, I mean birds and like. Maybe they can dovetail into oh some boy. answers. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Maybe they can. Um. um pigeonhole. um yeah i mean i feel like for you know as birds uh you know the machine um, the machine birds what's gonna happen with nora flash forward yeah Yeah, what's gonna happen with nora i mean i mean all that's related clearly Mm -hmm. um so like probably all those answers you know to the extent that we get answers will come in the same you know general storyline but uh yeah i think that's that's pretty much that's pretty much now what like that has to be resolved we have to figure out like where kevin's gonna go from here Mm -hmm. and uh the rest of them i don't know i mean what grace is gonna like go to jail now (laughs) (laughs) well the the cop that kevin senior hit needs to wake up and call for backup yeah so maybe maybe they both go to jail um, you know, she'll get maybe a longer sentence because she actually did a murder and Kevin Sr. just kind of was an accomplice and it just knocked the guy out. Um, I don't even think they'll address it. You don't think so? I mean, that's some serious shit. At least the murder. <sighs> yeah. You don't think she's going to jail who for murders? Who knows about it, though? You know, like... People know he's missing. His, it was on the news. People know he's missing, but who knows that he's there at her farm? Well, they don't know that he's there. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. If they decide to cover it up, if they decide to bury him, her claim was that she was going to turn herself in after this was over. Well, but she didn't find out about the shoes. She didn't get, if I don't get my shoes, I'm not going to jail. (laughs) Mama's not going to jail until she gets her shoes. Mama ain't going nowhere. Yep. (laughs) Yep. She might say that, like, but you killed a man. Why does it even matter? Maybe that's her answer. Uh, she didn't know Liam said that exactly. Right. Oh, Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't really. He didn't really say exactly. Um... Yeah, your kid said it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way, I feel like that would be a more helpful mm-hmm. thing to say. Um, like that might provide more closure than just they didn't know. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's, you know, this this sort of pact that they had. 
you know, it's, it, there's got to be some kind of fallout from that. Um, yeah, but we just might not focus on it, you know. Oh, I agree. I agree not... that we won't. Fo- I 100% agree that we won't focus yeah, on it. Yeah, we might not see. But the I just, I imagine it being like, you know, a very quick thing. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, what I mean, because that, yeah, the drama is not going to focus on that at this point. And maybe Grace, maybe yeah, maybe Grace is like, okay, she's going to ride off on her horse, and she's like, I'm going to turn myself in now, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe she's like, you guys take care of my house, or maybe the people will come back, yeah, who were building the boat. I don't know, but maybe she'll take credit or responsibility for hitting the other cop. Maybe she'll be like, okay, senior, you know, I'll take responsibility for that since I'm going to jail anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe he'll be off the hook. That could happen. That could happen. Um, but I'm I'm imagining, like, I don't know, I guess John and Michael go back to Miracle. Um, yeah, presumably. Which, which is weird because I feel like whatever arc Michael had kind of got shafted. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. There, there uh, it none. just turned into like, oh, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, yeah. He just he just kind of disconnected pretty early on. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he I was feel like out, it was the like, boat or something. Yeah, I like, think all he was the, out like the, on the boat already. Yeah, like the orgy on the boat like changed his mind or something. Yeah. Or like something happened. It would have been great if he had gotten a little bit of Matt's storyline with David Burton, you know, if he had known that this guy was an imposter or something, and that would have helped change his mind. But, yeah, it's not clear what changed his mind. And then yeah. Matt, Matt's with Nora. Yeah, I feel like Kevin's just going to go by himself and try to find Nora, and the rest of the people will just kind of mosey on home or something. Yeah. Um, I guess Kevin Sr.'s not hearing voices anymore. Yeah, I know. I, I was wondering if he was going to, like, have a moment of reflection about the voices now that this kind of yeah. came to nothing and just, you know, left in its wake a, a bunch of, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. destruction and, um, you know, at least one dead body. Yeah. Well, Two I dead mean, bodies, I, I guess. Gotta say, he's got to say something about it, you know, and... Or if the voices are back now and they give him another mission and then Kevin is just like, okay, you're just crazy. Right. You know, like, Maybe he has to just, yeah, reject the voices himself or something. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely that's definitely something they should address if they want to like have closure for that character. But yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I think really John also, like to a lesser extent than Michael, but I think he, he didn't really get a lot of attention this season either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you compare to like what they did with him in season two, he, he got like such a heavy focus, you know, yeah. and like, um, you know, to the level that he was like a main character and he's more just kind of on the sidelines um for for most of the season because he was mostly fixed i think you know that's that's what happens when you don't have problems he he had just this one thing um Mm -hmm. you know and it 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 wasn't and it it was even like not it wasn't even like a like a sort of a deep pain thing it was really just like tell evie she was loved you know yeah it was just one last thing keeping him from moving on yeah 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 which seems like I don't know. It seems way like like less of a problem than than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's the sign of healthy thought patterns, at least. <laughs> yeah. 
and and considering how all this ended, like Lori, you shouldn't have killed yourself. Like, seems like you know most people didn't get what they wanted. It wasn't that you know the build up to this whole thing seemed really crazy, and like Lori's decision sort of made sense in context. But now that it's over, it seems like oh wait, why'd you do that again? Yeah, maybe maybe she went overboard. Literally. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean things did. That's <laughs> true. It's actually true. Uh, I mean, things did go pretty far, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. It's just that now that it's all settled... It's now that like, Kevin's oh. okay... Yeah, there's no, like, flood, and, like, yeah. all that part of it wasn't really happening, and... Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I still think Lori's still alive. I, I, I think we'll see her next episode. I'm holding that hope. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely possible. That's definitely possible. Uh, I don't think we'll spend a lot of time with her, but uh, they could definitely have some some final mm-hmm. moments, some closure with that character. Yeah, so... Yeah, my crackpot idea last episode, last podcast, that Kevin would maybe see Nora in the hotel world. So that didn't happen. Right. Um, and it seems like it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if, if they Nora the goes to the machine. Instead. Yeah. Like if Nora goes to the machine, will Kevin try to follow her, her through it? Mm hmm. You know? Potentially. Because uh, they talk about what's the name of the boat? They talk about the Merciful, mm-hmm. you know, in Kevin's romance novel. Right. Uh, maybe that's the machine or something, you know? Could be. Um, so I don't know. It seems, yeah, again, I don't know why, Kevin, why? <laughs> What's your malfunction? Why, maybe Kevin, we'll find why? It in the f- final episode, yeah. Explain yourself. Maybe in the final episode we'll get what his, what his deal is. <laughs> like, why do you want to run away? What's the, what's you... He feels like a fraud. We get that much, you know. He's uh, he's dressed up as a hero, but he's scared. Like, okay, we get that, but why? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we will find out. Or maybe mm-hmm. we'll just never know. <laughs> oh, jeez. I guess we'll have to let the mystery be. We might have to. Hey, you know, I forgot to mention that uh, interesting thing. They used the theme music from season one uh, uh-huh. for the opening credits. I thought that was I thought that was kind of a cool thing. I thought that was cool too. I thought it was all, it was all it was like okay, let's not play around. This is a serious episode. Like we're not gonna do any these like tongue in cheek, jokey, zany, jokey, yeah. like read read renditions. Uh, of whatever you know, we'll just we'll just do the real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting seeing like the season one theme music with the season two video mm, credit mm-hmm. sequence. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it leaves open the question of what they're gonna do in the final episode. Yeah. Because like I, two I could imagine them doing time. this in the final episode. Yeah, so they could go back to let the mystery be, which they haven't used all season. Um, or they could do something else. I don't know. Maybe there's no credits. Maybe they change. Who knows? 
But uh, they've have you been seen, messing around with those a lot. Have you seen any new uh, scenes in that opening sequence? Because I feel like there's a couple that I don't remember ever seeing. You know, for a long time, I thought they were changing. And then I, and then I convinced myself that they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then every now and then I'll see one that I'm like, I'd never seen that one before. <laughs> That that happened to me too, but then like I reviewed the I reviewed the things and they it seemed like they were the same and I just I forgot about some of them. I don't know. See if you can find they some because I did yeah, think that there at was a certain some, point, but there was a re-edit at a certain point. I know. Oh, okay. It was like they they were showing the same images in different order. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, there's one here, like the one where um, let me see if I can find it again. Uh, well, it's not, I don't know where it is. Yeah, here it is. It's the one, oh, I just passed it, <laughs> sorry. It's, a, it's like, it's like, um, two people kissing, but, like, the person is, like, flo- floating away and kind of, like, wispy. Um, it's when they show the name of the editor, I believe. Um. What's, uh. How long? David Eisenberg. How long into the? I don't know. Okay. It's it's close to the end of it. They're talking about the editors. So it's close to the end of close it. Close to the end. But you see like a woman and then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've seen yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's this is the first time they've shown it, but I just don't remember this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember that. And uh, yeah, I gotta go back and look at them and see because I feel like they're. They're putting like a one in new or something mm-hmm. every couple episodes or something weird. Sure. Um. But yeah, okay, pretty good episode. There was. We're down to the last one. The show is yeah. The show is ending. It's crazy, and yeah, I mean to go back to your point um, from the beginning of the episode. Um, uh. This definitely makes clear, like, what the focus of the show is going to be, at least for the end game. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, they brought in a lot of these elements, and, you know, however much we get about the machine or or what have you, birds, um, it does seem like the focus is going to be on the the characters. Yep, yep, yep. And that's not really a shock, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but somehow I guess like things got so out of control with the plot that it started to seem like the plot was a bigger thing than it turned out to be. Well, and it's funny, you know, the whole trope that, you know, they kind of used on Lost where if they were done with something, they'd burn it up mm-hmm. and they kind of did it with the book, with Kevin's book. Yeah, yeah the book came back. Yeah. Well, they burned up the Kevin's world, yeah, you know, in the best, the biggest way you can. So hopefully that means we're done with it. I think that means but we're I, done with but it. But I wonder if it's another psych out, another fake out, and uh, it could be. And it's setting us up to believe that he can't go back there. Yeah. But you know, and then he'll get into some situation where it's ambiguous if he's there or not, because it's like, well, on the one hand, you know, he destroyed it. But on the other hand, maybe he didn't. So that's right. where he is, you know. Because it's almost like if Kevin wanted to create a world where he did go to where the departed people went, like, that might be possible, you know. And if and if all the departed people are dead, I think it's even more possible that he could have created that world 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, that's the kind of thing I feel like they're going to end the show on is like, yes, something else supernatural happens. Like they go somewhere else, but it's just going to be still, you know, it'll be like the ending of like inception, you know, where like something happened. Right. But you know, yeah. you won't be able to tell cause the top is still spinning. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like if there's any, surprises or twists i mean it's since it's the final episode there's definitely an opportunity to do that i think i'm expecting if they do that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something that yeah ties in with ties in with sort of a some kind of some kind of key idea for the characters the connections between the characters or whatever something along the lines of the flash sideways which you know mm-hmm. that would kind of be along those lines um yeah so, uh, yeah, I, yeah, uh, I mean, in a final episode, it's kind of, uh, a lot of the rules that apply to normal episodes don't apply anymore. Uh, for yeah. example, like I, I kind of expect, even though like this doesn't have to happen, but I kind of expect like Matt to die, mm-hmm. you know, just because like they've established that he's dying and yeah but his can yeah episode. his cancer's back but is he gonna die that quickly i mean it's been like two days well there's a flash forward so you know oh you mean that he that he has died i okay. yeah i think i think they'll i mean maybe they'll show some of that time i don't know i don't know how they're gonna portray it but you know what i mean i i feel like there's gonna be some indication that he's dead <laughs> yeah i think i think kevin's gonna die I think, uh, Kevin I think could definitely die, but I'm not 100% convinced that he'll die. I think he's got to die because of all this whole thing about him not being able to die. You know what I mean? Right. And I think they'll be like, okay, let's see if he can really die. And yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah. But I think it'll still be a weird, did he go somewhere else kind of a thing. Right. Right. That you know, sense. or is he, you know, is he imagining this afterlife, mm-hmm. you know? Of course. Because it could be the the world we saw with Nora, the flash forward, could be another Kevin's world, you know, True. where he, he thinks the machine worked and, he, you know, he died, but the world's there and he's doesn't know why there's a new world, but it's, like, different than the old one. Right. You know, and, like, Nora's there and has used the machine, and it, but it's like, did he all create this or is this the real world, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. Okay. You got any uh, big uh, theories? I mean, uh, yeah, not. I mean, beyond what we've already said, like, I mean, I guess, like, I only feel comfortable, like, <laughs> guessing on guessing on stuff that's like obviously coming, um, because like stuff, that's no fun. Well, because like stuff like that, I just don't feel. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just don't feel like I can really predict it in any, like, reliable sense. I mean, I could go out on a limb and try to say, like, something... Yeah, that's the point. Something like, crazy go out is going to happen. But, well, it doesn't have to be crazy, but, you know. Yeah, like, I guess, I guess, um... Ah, I just, I really don't know. I really don't know. I, I mean, I think, you know... We'll get some resolution on the machine. Uh, I think Matt will die. Kevin will go try to find Nora. They probably will have more scenes together. Um, and we're going to get to that flash forward somehow. And how that's all going to work, 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I don't see them ending in another world, personally, but mm-hmm. I, but I would I don't discount the possibility. But it just I feel like they're gonna end in the in the in the so called real world. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I I think that's. I think if they can have their cake and eat it too and be in the real world, I think that's what they would do. Um, but I feel like there's this. Um, they have the chance to kind of say something. Uh, you know, here's the second supernatural thing that's happened. You know, but then call it into question if it actually happened that way or not. Right. Um. So I don't think they'll. You know, I don't think they'll cut to a world and it's where the departed people went. You know, clearly, and it's been seven years and everyone's seven years older, and then Nora shows up there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, you know, I mean, I guess it could just be a traditional flash forward. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm expecting. And Kevin's just dead. He's just died. I don't know if Kevin's necessarily dead, but potentially. Yeah. Kevin's potentially dead. But then what's, then what's the end of the story then? Well, I don't know what the end of the story is. (laughs) So you're not thinking there's any big reveal. I think there could be a reveal. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't. You don't. But you don't think it's where they are because you think they're just. In I the don't future. think the reveal is necessarily where they are. Now that doesn't that doesn't take away the possibility that they go somewhere before we get to that point. I'm just saying. I feel like they'll end in the real world. Oh, I, they'll end in the real world. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, like like yeah. They, if possible, there's an interlude or what have you where other other worlds present themselves um yeah i kind of feel like they're gonna end with it being ambiguous if it's the real world they could tell I, I feel like it's gonna be like that they it'll be that. maybe it's the real world maybe it's not but why does it matter <laughs> damn that's you how I feel like it's gonna, yeah that's how i feel like it's gonna end with like this weird like you know, maybe they're together, but maybe it's it's not real, and someone's gonna ask. You know, it's kind of like the end of uh, Total Recall. Um, right. You know, what if it's all a dream? Well, kiss me before you wake up. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really matter if it's a dream. Just enjoy it. Right. Which is how I feel about Inception, by the way. I think I think we talked about that in our mm-hmm. <laughs> Inception podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing where it's like, if it's a dream or not, like in a way. At least character-wise, it doesn't matter because he, you know, he dealt with his problems. And yeah, he, and he, he got what he wanted. Allowed himself it's... to go back and see his kids, and you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's fine if if that's his dream world. He he resolved his issues, you know, and like, who's to say we aren't all living in a dream world anyway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The collective dream. Exactly. Well, cool, man. Uh, anything else? I think that's. Episode? I think that's it for this one. Cool. Well, we'll be back next time with the final episode of the leftovers. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, see you then. <laughs> <laughs>